Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a generational anime podcast. I I have some very f- unfortunate news for you guys. Um, Mark's not here today, and it's it's so sad and it's so heart crushing. I got another guest instead. So I'm Charles, and today I'm here with my special guest, Carrie. Aloha, I'm Charles's friend. Yes, they're from that email from last episode. Um, kind of alluding, kind of foreshadowing. We've had this in the plans for a while. We're going to talk about the first 12 chapters of Jojo Land. And <laughs> we thought 12 was a pretty good number because this marks the first year that Jojo Land's been being published for. It started, did it start in February? Started in February on, I believe, the 17th. The 17th. So we're a little bit over yeah. the one year mark, but 12 chapters, one chapter a month, just round. We are approaching a one-year mark for something else, though. Oh, good point. So, yeah, yeah. I a little bit of backstory. I met Carrie through... Uh, when the first chapter of JoJo Lands came out, I wanted to do a fan-dub of the manga because I thought it would be cool, and I thought if I, like, did it instantly, I'd be top of the game, and no one else would do it, and, you know, everyone would be like, oh, well, here's the JoJo fan-dub. This, this is the one. Um, mm-hmm. Basically what happened, that never came to fruition, at least at the speed that I wanted it to. But eventually, one day, I was like, well, I can try and revive the project. So I did some advertising, and I met Carrie through that. And yeah. Carrie's been super helpful throughout the process. Basically, my co-director, part editor, audio editor, for sure. And we've made a pretty good project. We've done episode one, which we... So this episode one was done before all the color color scans came out by Shueisha. So uh-huh. episode one, we painstakingly colored every panel of chapter one which is like it wasn't even a good color it wasn't like we, we had colored. to it was like it, it was like 60 chapter it was 60 pages long too it was ridiculous um but now yeah, we have sh- shout out to Lacey shout out to Lacey that. and shout now we have Shoesha yeah. and Shoesha is a god because they gave us like ac- accurate color scans um so kind of sucky but accurate amen. so um <laughs> yeah that's the kind of plug. Go watch our fan dub. I'll link it, I guess, in the description or whatever. Um, chapter two coming soon. Part, episode two coming soon. Um, we're what Project Jojo Lands? Uh, the name fluctuates. Whatever we call it. You call you named it the Jojo Lands fan dub, but I also call it Project yeah. Jojo Lands. So yeah, you should probably change. I it. should. I should. We also it. we recently opened a Twitter. We account did open as a Twitter well. account. I'll, I'll link yeah. them somewhere. And we're holding auditions. Yes, we're holding auditions <laughs> as this airs. Um, we're not gonna read emails because I just we don't have any uh, many and Mark's not here. I know I'm sorry. Um, but do email me, do email us. I guess uh, us in an interesting sense at generationalanimepod at gmail dot com. Thank you. So that, let us know if you want Carrie to yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I would I wouldn't be opposed to continuing this if we did this every month when the new chapter came out. I don't know about you. I I'd personally love to. I'd probably be down. I'd, yeah. I'd be really down. And if you if that's something you guys mm-hmm. want to see, just email us. Um, so let's get on with it. So we're just gonna go chapter by chapter. Yeah. This is like a retrospective, as I said. But yeah. Um. Let me actually let me see if I can find chapter summaries. Chapter summaries. Remind myself to cut this out later. I will say though, like with, I guess with the timing of it all it's very interesting to see how jojo lance came to be because i think 12 years ago was when jojo leon came out yeah and 
like and i really hope around, how old were you when you were how old, <laughs> around how old that was time because like vague so, old so that would have been what 2012 20 12 years ago from 2023 or 2024 i don't know that's 2012 ish so like both of us were like pretty young at, yeah, um, definitely. Around that time, and so, and both of us probably never really heard of JoJo. Yeah, I I got into JoJo near, I want to say maybe I'm trying to think maybe twenty. I want to say it was around twenty twenty, probably a little early. No, same. It was it was it was a little earlier. I think maybe like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, but probably closer to twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, that's the same for me too. I kind of just stumbled across it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember yeah. how I found out about it, but I, I liked it. I really fell in love with it. Um, And I really, I mean, I wasn't caught up at the time, right? Like, I... Yeah. Every... I, I recently only got caught up last year to all of it. Like, I was an mm -hmm. anime-only guy. Not even. Um, mm -hmm. I just knew... It's like that part... It's like that point in a fan base where you know information. Like, enough information. Mm -hmm. Or you can kind of yeah. justify not watching. You know, if that makes sense? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I knew JoJo trivia, and I, I know a lot of JoJo yeah. trivia, but then I went back last yeah. year just with a lot of free time and downtime during classes and read through all of JoJo, and it was the my first time I read Part 7 and my first time reading Part 8, and oh my god, they, mm -hmm. they're great. Part 8, I'm a little on the rocks about, <laughs> pun intended, um, <laughs> but I've, so I'm currently caught up when it comes to JoJo Lands. Yeah. Every new chapter that comes out, I read it ASAP so I can just be considered caught up in quotes. Yeah, like, what I was going to go with that is that 12 years, a lot of stuff has happened, not just, like, the world in a sense, but also the idea of fans can c create careers out of being fans. Yeah, definitely. And, like, how, and especially how with Jojo Lands came out, the main cast is Gen Z, and the majority of people who are online who are, like, very active fans of Jojo are also Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z, and, so, and a little bit of millennial left over. It's funny, during, yeah. during... I mean, say during, because there's a little bit of outside. But for the main run, for the main length of JoJolian's run, the anime was running concurrently. Yeah, um, that too. Like, I think Stone Ocean finished a little bit afterwards, and I think the anime was in 2011, not 2012. So there was a little bit of, mm -hmm. like, outside span. But mm -hmm. for most of the time, that all, all the first six parts have been animated. Mm -hmm. There's been one chapter, one part of the manga, or one part of the series just running through manga. And part of me really hopes jo Jojo Lands is not that long. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm really hoping that Jojo Land isn't that long as well. I mean, given the fact that, like, Araki did kind of shift it from once a week to once a month. Yeah, it's definitely slower. But run, and so, I do think, I do think yeah. it allows Araki to think through it more and make it a little more detailed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But it also, it kind of gives Araki, like, I mean, Araki's getting old. That's yeah, definitely. Because we like to make the jokes about it, of him being vampire. a reverse vampire. Yeah. And I think, as much as I hate to admit it, Either this is the last part, or there's going to be something small afterwards. I feel like this is going to be the last I, part. I, I, I can see that, too. I can see it all wrapping yeah. up nicely with Jojo Lands. Mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, it kind of kind of falls under that. I mean, even if you think about it, not from, not from, like, an objective, like, oh, you know how, like, part seven has the mimics of everyone, right? Mm -hmm. But 
if you look at it from an objective standpoint, Jodio and Dragona are almost like the Jorno and Jolene in a sense. Yeah. I can I can definitely see this being the last part. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's not we can come back to like full recap, full details afterwards. Um we're just yeah. gonna run through this. Um mm-hmm. plot summary. I'm trying to find an actual summary. Um really, really bad summary. Really, just like short something. summaries, but yeah. It's it's not a huge deal. Um mm-hmm. so, something that I uh, wanted to ask you. Um so both you and Jodio, or at the time that Jojo Lens How? came out, you both No, teen. no, uh Yeah, I guess so, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean you you turned sixteen a while ago, but Wait, like, it just docks my age both... on air, thank you. <laughs> do you want do you want to cut that out? It's or... whatever. Um oh, okay. I'm just messing with you. Sorry. But yeah, no, I I, I want to say I relate to Jojo very much. Or Jo Jo blah, 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 blah. Jodio very much, but I really don't because I'm not a crime lord in Crime Syndicate, uh-huh. but I it's funny, I get into this um a little bit in chapter one, but just with their ages, you know, it's it's interesting. This is the youngest Jojo we've had by far. Assuming that Jorno is older than Jodio? I think so, right? Jorno's sixteen? Jorno is fifteen. Was he? Yeah, he was 15 as well. Now we just got to know when Jodio was born to see whether who's older and who's younger. Jorno age. What? No, Jorno was 20. No, what? Um. Is Jorno really? How old is Jorno? She is 15. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I, I mean, just learned a- that. Rocky. D- yeah. I mean, Araki did say that 15 is the age where dreams are the strongest. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. And so. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. Here's Wikipedia. Um, the Jojo Land. It's the ninth part of the larger Jojo's Bizarre Adventure series. Set in the U.S. state of Hawaii in the early 2020s. It follows Jodio Joestar, a teenage gangster intent on becoming wealthy in the subtropics. Um. Jodio Joestar is a high schooler, high schooler living with his family on Oahu, Hawaii. His goal is to become incredibly rich via the mechanisms of daily life. Working alongside his older brother, Jacona, Dragona, Jodio is involved in the criminal world of his state to, to also ensure his mother's protection. Um, We'll jump right into it. I'll lead with notes. So, mm-hmm. all right. Also, by the way, I actually may or may not have edited that wiki a while ago. Did you actually? <laughs> yeah. To say what? Because uh, before that, um, there was the line about Jodio hints the amount of people involved in the highest would not be enough to endure what is to come. I actually added that line in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jodio hints the amount of people. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You are. All right. Chapter one. No. <laughs> so chapter one immediately starts off with Jodio foreshadowing the end of the book or the part. Yeah. Um, And I think that's interesting. Just, just cause it's, it's, I don't know. I just thought, I thought it was very interesting. It's, it's different from, cause I don't think any other part does that. I'm trying to think my part eight knowledge is really blurring. I on mean, me. part seven, didn't Johnny see like how he learned how to walk again or something? Yes, or, yes, yes. Yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. So yeah, it does do that before, but I think Jodio's is more clear cut and dry. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like Johnny's is. Yeah. 
it's not only not only is it him learning to walk, like in a physical sense, but there's it's also a metaphorical sense, which ties into the I mean ties into the fact of I think that him becoming incredibly wealthy not only could it be wealth mm-hmm. in the sense of physical money, but it could also be wealth when it comes to knowledge. That is true. You yeah. have to admit this is a fifteen year old boy's first experience within the real real in quotes world. So mm-hmm. I think it being physical knowledge or sorry, physical wealth and metaphorical wealth in the sense of knowledge is very plausible. Mm-hmm. Um so it starts off, they're getting the cops are there and they're getting pulled over. Um Should we discuss the elephant in the room regarding the cops? Well I'll I'll get there, I'll get there. Yeah. Um they cops pull them over they're like oh, i need to go run they just talk for a minute they need to go run plates um they kind of are like what's what's going on um mm-hmm. why are why are we getting pulled over and J- jodio says maybe you were vibing to Dulipa too hard and this sets the precedent yeah. going forward that this is modern time this is a story that takes place in our world i say in Definitely. our world jodio yeah. does take place in our world but this is early I mean, I, there's not an exact year stated, but we can assume it's anywhere past between twenty between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three. Yeah, or even late twenty twenty, yeah. and I'll get to their why, and I'll get their why. Yeah. Anyways, they joke about uh, Dulipa. They're good sibling dynamics. I like their sibling dynamic. I love it so um, much. Like, and it, and it just... shows a little bit later in this chapter, but they're just they're silly billies. Mm-hmm. So the cop comes back, is kind of interrogating Dragona, gets a little close, and Dragona mentions COVID, which is another kind of slap in the face that this is our time. Yeah. So you can assume it's probably a little closer to um, early 2021, but I think, I don't know, I think it's something Iraqi's just kind of flexing with as he goes on, and he just kind of makes yeah. it to whatever it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they get, basically, they're asked to step out of the car, and then there is, which is, is very interesting, because, I mean, I say very interesting, Iraqi's dealt with some more realistic topics, I think, regarding part five mm-hmm. backstory specifically, but, yeah, Dragona proceeds to get sexually assaulted by mm-hmm. a cop. Yeah. I mean, part of it, I feel like this is a very Iraqi thing, like, he, he really takes kind of real world experiences and puts them in his novels but it also is kind of a little bit upsetting that of all the ways that we can show dragona is gender non-conforming and that the cops are really horrible it's this approach yeah but i i think it 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 does a really good job of setting the tone not the tone but Mm -hmm. and it's it's touched upon in chapter two is the fact that jodeo this world is not kind to jodeo um and then Jodio uses his stand, November Rain. That's the name of his stand, yeah, a reference was... to the Guns N' Roses song. And he uses it to create raindrops that attack the cops. Mm-hmm. They're portrayed, I think in this scene, they're portrayed as just being kind of heavy and weighing in on them. Yeah. But really, I mean, even still 12 chapters in, we don't really know what Jodio's stand does. Yeah, like completely. We don't know. I mean, I've seen, like, descriptions where it's, like, he uh, has targeted gravity. I'm like, wait, so they're, it's not water? It's actually, like... Yeah, and I think I think the definition of it is going to change. I mean, it's just a classic mm-hmm. Iraqi thing. But 
But also, I kind of like how like the stands kind of just show up yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, like you, you kind of like are on your toes a little bit during that whole cop fight. Like you're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, because because you don't you don't know what what yeah. they have at their disposal. Like, yes, you know they're Joe yeah. stars. You know they're gonna have something up their sleeve, but you're not sure what their stand is yet. And it's mm-hmm. funny looking at just JoJo from an objective standpoint with mm-hmm. part part five. We had rec- I mean, even part well. Part 5, Jorno-san went Requiem to kind of counter the villain at hand. Mm-hmm. Part 6 didn't really didn't have a sort of power-up for Jolene. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Part 7, Tusk Act 4, was a centralized point of power to combat the main ability at hand. And same with Part 8 with Go Beyond. Which, it mm-hmm. looking at this pattern, I mean, I can only assume... Jodeo's going to get his stand some sort of power up because the way I look yeah. at it, Jodeo's stand is nowhere nowhere near the offense that any other JoJo has had their stand at. Mm-hmm. I I think but I'm trying to remember like from all the JoJo stands like like I know that Star Platinum and then Crazy Diamond and Golden Experience and Stone Free they are like very human. Yeah, they're very humanoid stands. Stand. I mean, all even Tusk. Tusk in the end is humanoid. It gets a more yeah. human body shape. Um, soft and wet was humanoid. Jodeo's stand is it looks like fun, fun, fun from Part Eight, but a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. It's got four uh-huh. legs, kind of like a squid top, mm-hmm. and that's his stand. It's not humanoid. And honestly, I kind of like this approach a little bit for Part Nine. Mm-hmm. Is that no one we've seen so far within the twelve chapters have had a stand that's humanoid in any way, shape, or form? Mm-hmm. I mean, I say anyway. I'll count Heaven's Door as semi-humanoid because yeah. it's, it's... But then, like, with Heaven's but Door... But he's also small. First, yeah, he's small, and when we were first introduced to him in Part 4, he's, he didn't really have a human yeah, body. Yeah, it's just been something he that he's kind of adapted to over time. So it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be curious to see how it works. Um, mm-hmm. They get in a fight. Uh, Dragona uses her sand smooth operators, a reference to the song of the same name, which are, mm-hmm. like, these little robot things to peel and stretch the cop's eye like around his head so he misses his shot yeah. and then they don't kill the cops but they severely injure them they should have killed uh, they the should cops. have um <laughs> yeah they blow up the cop's car to destroy the body cam footage and then they head off they had this kind of brother to sister brother to brother whatever you want to call it moment um where mm-hmm. you just it's it's just them bonding over what just happened yeah. and them kind of being supportive of each other. And then they head off to mm-hmm. a drug ring um, to go sell meth. The real thing that happened. Just the way you said that was just like funny. No, I don't fair. know why. Um, yeah, they head off to go sell meth. Um, and then they head back. They make a reference to calling it Uber, which another just kind of, okay, guys, yeah. we're, we're in the, we're in modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, and is, this is when, Jodeo goes on backstory, right? Yeah, yeah. this is when he introduces, he introduces Barbara Ann his mom, and his Barbara Ann, for doing and then this type of stuff. Yeah, he talks about just kind of how life treats her, how she's just a mm-hmm. good person to all of them, and people are good persons yeah. back to her. Um, yeah, he talks about Dra- talking about Dragona. Dragona, how Dragona's a little bit kind of gender neutral. Um, yeah, which I mean, there's no really clear on if Dragona's like actually trans or not. Um, yeah, 
but Dragona is very much like, uh... gender neutral. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. and then the family tree. The family I tree. Have something. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the way the way Jodio kind of talks about his parents separating. So basically, um, Barbara Ann and her husband moved to Hawaii, and then they separated. And based on kind of how Jodia says it, he doesn't seem to know why his parents separated, which means that either, it's, either they separated it's just when of, he was extremely young, or or it was just like kind either, of kept under the rug from him. And yeah, like Jodio's father, I think is definitely going to be a plot point because, mm-hmm. as much as we know, Barbara Ann's a Joe star. Mm-hmm. The father of Jodio's up in the air, and and if we're looking at this objectively from a, a, a Jorno mm-hmm. comparison. Mm-hmm. Jodio is very much the, I mean, his father could be a descendant of Diego for all we know. Yeah, which would be interesting, and it, it'd be mm-hmm. quite a twist. But I do think Jodio's father is going to come back, or at least there's going to be something that has to deal with him. Yeah, because just picking it also makes me wonder: Does Dragona know? Probably you know. Yeah, more if it's gonna going to be like a on? something she has to break to him later on or whatever. Yeah. Um, but. It seems like going into this family dynamics is going to be a big part of the story. Um, yeah. Jodio goes on a little rant about himself. He's like, I'm I'm awesome. I'm cool. Um, I use the mechanisms to my advantage, and I'm cool like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to him at school. He talks about school a little bit, and it's clear that Jodio has his plan set out in, set out in life because he directly says, he's like, look, I go to high school. I don't go to high school to go to class or anything, make friends, make friends or, or do classes. I'm here to just do my work. And yeah. we see him get into a little altercation on the bus about mm-hmm. about just selling drugs because that's, I mean, what he does. Usagi yeah. is like, hey, Usagi. you have the drugs. Um, yeah. Jody was like, don't talk about it on the bus. Starts a fake fight to just kind of divert attention and then yeah. he sells him the drugs in a discreet way. Yeah, Jodio is very meth- methodical. You know, he definitely that. is. Everything and I, I touch on this a little bit like, um, in Chapter 2, the beginning of Chapter 2. He's, yeah. he's very much a man also, of his methods. Yeah, I find it interesting, like, with how that interaction kind of happened, because um, uh, the way that Usagi was kind of approaching it, it feels like this is Usagi's first time buying the yes, drugs. Yes, definitely. He's, he's, he's definitely a newbie. And yeah, it's it's like... And I think it's either it's touched on in the latest chapter when he talks about like I'm uh-huh. 17 and this is the first time I've ever I like actually received money. I'm yeah, so I'm going to talk right a bit now. more about that. That's fair. That's fair. I thought I yeah. thought it was a very interesting point. Um, yeah. Another thing that I also want to bring out is that when Jodio was talking about the me- mechanism and trust, it really reminds me of like how Popol and Luca have like um, talked to Giorno because Luca mentions how. Um, truth, forgiveness, and respect is the most important thing with a friendship before going on this field. Like, hey, you need to pay up. Yeah. Opal said that the most important quality for a candidate in Passione is trust. Yeah. And I think I think that's definitely yeah. going to fall into. And I think when you're in a group aspect, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be. And I mean, looking at it, Araki's talked about how he had wanted to put a traitor in part five, yeah. and how he just couldn't do yeah. it. It was too it was too emotional for him, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of me almost wonders if this if this thing of trust is going to come up, and and I mean, I'm not opposed to it because I think I think JoJo could do it in a good way. But if we're going to have kind of like a, mm-hmm. no, it's not you. I know you're strong willed in there, but oh, please no. just be good and join us <laughs> once again. 
But I think JoJo could do it in a better way. Just in a typical yeah. like, yap fest. Um, we trust We trust Iraqi. I, I trust yeah. him. He's a great writer. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of get into gang dynamics at the end. Jodio ends up going to Aiko Aiko, which Aiko, is Aiko. their yeah. principal's boutique. But it's also kind of the muddy laundering head front headquarters of their just kind of shady operations. Oh, I kind of just realized that I I, I was going to put this in the notes, but I never did. So Kalihi is a very interesting place to have this boutique. Is that where it is? Yeah, Cali. Okay. Yeah, because like Cali is known as like one of the few remaining neighborhoods known for um, its history with the working class, and there has been sort of like concerns over housing and shit. Okay. In that place, well, I mean, we're, as well we're, as we live activities. we live in the two states that are in fucking housing crises right now. I yeah. I, I don't so I like, don't want to be like oh it's a it's oh housing mm-hmm. crisis so scary. Yeah, but like it's. It's interesting because, like, one of the things that they point out as the reason for the housing crisis in that area is because of the uptick in gang activity. Okay. And also, you would expect, like, a working class sort of neighborhood to kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word, look like it. And then, next thing you know, there's this very expensive looking boutique. There, that makes sense. Just, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, kind of the odd one out. Uh-huh. And, I, and I can definitely yeah. see that. Oh, hold on. I got a message from mm-hmm. John. You got a message from John? Uh, yeah, he's asking about the Twitter. I'll, I'll cut oh, this out. I'll yeah. cut this out. Yeah. Uh, hold on. What time are we at? Uh, okay, twenty-seven on my track. Okay. Ah. Um. All right. Yeah. No. So it's definitely like an all ones out type thing. Um. Yeah. And then they talk about Meryl Q and how Queet, whatever it is. I'm not recording. I'm not recording right now. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna. St- You're not recording right now. I mean, like recording the fandom right now. I'm not gonna stress over it. <laughs> um. Anyways, and then she's like, "Look, there's this diamond. I've been tipped off about it through TSA. Some rich mm-hmm. guys got it. Was you guys? I'm gonna go fly you out. You're gonna go steal this diamond. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she's like, "Well, the three of you guys are not gonna be enough. I got someone new. And then." Pops in Usagi. Fuck he's guy. like, "Yo, what's up, guys? It's me, Usagi." And he's eating a hot dog. I, <laughs> I really like how like a lot of people immediately after reading out, they were like, "King Crimson." Like we didn't even know what to say. We were like, "That's a King Crimson guy right there." And like, that's funny. I I everyone, didn't. I wasn't a part of yeah. that. But that that makes. Yeah, I, I can I see it. I can see it. it. People would. Yeah, like some people were shit posting about it, but then other people were like, "Wait, what if he has a King Crimson stand?" That's and that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Can we talk about the line that Jodio says, no matter how many people. Oh, yeah, yeah, no matter, no matter how many people, like, pull back the little wiki. Jodio hints that the amount of people involved in the heist will not be enough to endure what is to come. Mm -hmm. So, do you think we're going to have six people or seven people? Because, um, Golden Wind, there were seven people. Jorno, Bruno, yeah. Jorno, Bruno, Abakio, Mista, Naranta, Trish, and Polnareff. But then. Seven. But then it was literally. Eight because Fugo, Fugo dropped okay, out. Okay, so you're you're right? counting Polnareff. You're counting Polnareff. Okay. Yeah. Well, chron- so chronologically, seven. it'd be seven max. Yeah, because Polnareff and uh, Fugo yeah. never. Yeah. I meanwhile, Stone Ocean only had six, six. but there were no traders or deserters. I yeah. I could. I can. Whether regaining his memory or something. I can see either way. Um, yeah. 
And it might even be a thing of where it fluctuates, given what mm-hmm. Rohan says later on. I could see him temporarily joining, temporarily joining the gang, and then just leaving mm-hmm. afterwards. Like, oh, all right, guys, my work is done. Bye bye. <laughs> so that's the end of chapter one. Chapter two. Chapter two. So chapter two opens yes. up with another just Jodio being the Method Man. Um, you see him chilling down, playing his Switch, and a girl walks up, who we later find out is a DEA agent. She asked Jodio for my beloved. She asked Jodio for drugs, and you see Jodio's very much a man of his methods. He yeah. is like, he's like, um, he just asks her first of all about buying. She's like, can we exchange money and drugs at the same time? That's how stores work. And her words are a little, they're a little sus, as Jodio says. Um, yeah. Have you actually watched that scene from Breaking Bad? That I have not, on? and I, I, I did put that okay, in my notes so though. That, that I know that I know it's it's back it's backs are right on the bench. Or Badger. Badger. Yeah. Yes, so yes, yes. the thing about Badger is that like he's very similar in Jodio in the sense that he knows things is like going down and like things are off, but he has such a good heart and he's willing to trust people, and that's what caused him like, to like. Okay fall through the trap and that's, which kind yeah of and i think it's really interesting that into what rocky I, does make yeah. it a breaking bad reference mm-hmm. but y- i it does kind of segue me into like my thoughts on like jodeo being that this guy talks about he's so methodical he's like he's he's got his shit and, down i mean he is he, he knows it's funny, out and yet but yeah he, he does that thing where he snaps it um the dea agent he's like look if you're gonna you're gonna be fucking serious about this we're gonna sit down you're gonna play by my rules and then she yeah. kind of starts to walk when he's like wait no, I'm sorry. Let's just let's get this over with and we can all be yeah. on our way. There is like a sort of like despite what Jody kind of presents in so fast, there is a hint of naivety. Like there's yeah, an innocence there's... in there. Like this he there's something inside him that feels like there is some sort of good and willingness to like. Yeah, there's there's like there's others. like he's he's method he's methodic to a point. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, also, I think it's a very interesting to, show yeah. of his character. Yeah. Also, another thing to add is that, like, based on how he was talking about stuff, it feels like this is the first time he's ever sold outside of the schoolyard. Yeah. And then later on, when we hear that Meryl has people within the police that she's connected to, like, wouldn't you think that Meryl would have like have set areas? Yeah. No. Definitely. To, it's to it's like quite interesting the situation. And so, was Jodio set up for failure this whole time? I I don't know. I mean, that that's a very interesting thing to bring up. Yeah. So what happens next is. Jodio, um, he gets caught by the DEA agent. He's kind of pinned down against the ground, and Uh he uses November Rain to kind of stop things for a bit, destroy the evidence, Uh but he's he's still pinned, right? Uh Um, and he he mentions the fact that people can't see... No, wait, no, I'm wrong, my bad, my order's wrong. Sorry, Jodio gets pinned down against the ground, and he, he starts to just kind of drift off in his head and I'm assuming it's this is like Jodio's actual thinking like he's narrating this think think mm-hmm. like Great Gatsby style yeah where it's, it's him being the self narrator and he kind of goes off on this mm-hmm. tangent about an experience he had when he was was it when he was first entering high school or something like that mm-hmm. for some reason they made him not for some reason but they made him take a mental test okay I have some comments like some background info go regarding ahead. this yeah go ahead go ahead okay so in hawaii um there's actually a real life program for k-12 in oahu that basically provides health services for kids in school um and one of those include mental health services mental health screening that's okay 
I like this. So here's another... I, I, I enjoy doing this with yeah. you because you you have you have all the background research put into this is awesome. Okay. Here's another. Go thing, ahead, though. please go um, ahead. These okay, so these programs they're actually free. You're not required to pay for stuff. Like in fact, like the whole point of the program is you're not supposed to pay for so shit that's... unless go ahead. unless um you ch- unless the the service that you're choosing is not from that program but outside. So basically, how the funding works is that. The head of the school chooses which programs are going to be made for free and which ones are going to be expedited. So specifically, uh, Meryl May Q chooses an outside program to get money from it. It most likely, which would be the only reason why she would pay or she would ha- require people to pay for this and whatnot. That's um, funny. That's a real show of her character. Yeah, and so it makes it. It did make me wonder, like. Because another, I guess another um, elephant in the room is that, like, a lot of people were kind of upset with the fact that Jodia was diagnosed with ASPD because you're not actually supposed to be diagnosed with ASPD until you're 18. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't I didn't know like, that as well. Okay, so this was, like, an actual yeah, thing people so, went on about in the fan base is that he was diagnosed with this thing? Yeah, and so people were like, no, that's not accurate. Like, if you were, were to be accurate about it, he would be diagnosed with conduct disorder, which oh. is basically ASPD, but for kids. And the reason for that is that, like, there's a possibility that, up, like, be, upon their diagnosis with conduct disorder, maybe they grow out of it. Or maybe, that, like, okay. the reason why they were acting out earlier was uh, something it's Just something kind of, like, control, situational. Not, yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to yeah. know. Yeah, and so it makes me wonder, like, rather if, if than... That was, if that was... Like, is that just, like, an Iraqi writing thing of, like, him being like, okay, well, was, I don't know how this works, or is it something he purposely put in there? That's what I was wondering, too. Also, like, because it's, it's, it, it opens up the possibility that Jodia was misdiagnosed. Um, and it's, and it's gonna because, be, it's gonna be a story of him growing, or growing out of this false diagnosis to see who he truly is as a person. Yeah, because, like... Would, which would tie into him talking about being incredibly wealthy not in the sense of legit like fat stacked riches but in the sense of mental knowledge yeah but like and also like the first thing he actually says like upon us like seeing that flashback is like can i be happy i can if i work for for it it. yeah which he makes he makes it feel like he doesn't deserve to be happy but and like he needs to like yeah he needs to earn it he needs to earn it yeah and maybe it's because, in, like, his sort of... You you could tie it into one. the fact of... I mean, I think we've kind of established that it's fairly plausible that Meryl May is mm-hmm. in charge of all these tests. And you, you could imply it on the fact of mm-hmm. her maybe diagnosing people... Mis, mis, misdiagnosing people on purpose to kind of get them in this mindset to make them work for her. That, yeah, that'd be she in- has a beloved principle, right? That'd like, be she's... interesting. Because with all yeah. the family dynamics, too, of the fact of the fact of like the kind of the mafioso or the family that they are is the main yeah. leader is the one who betrays them. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Also, we're, uh, we're thinking, we're thinking, yeah. we're cooking something. We're cooking all right. Something. So he goes. He goes. Uh, another thing to add. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. I guess. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, another thing to. Oh this, yeah. This could be. So this could be a two-hour to... episode for all I care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Okay, Move so another thing to Mark. add is that, like, um, and this one, I, I, this isn't necessarily to support Araki's choice to make Jodi have ASPD or, like, anything, but basically, um, obviously, neither of us are Japanese, nor have we no, lived not in at Japan, all. Yeah. but the way Western media, or specifically American media, portrays psychopaths, killers, and, like, 
evil characters versus Japan is very different because don't don't mind I'm sorry I'm, 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 I'm Sigma American Psycho Patrick Batemaning yeah it's like if you notice not all but like a lot of the American media like a character who's considered to be evil like they are yes, considered a, a lot to be of, yeah. the paragon of evil yeah. like there's they're not irredeemable either they serve as like I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, I'm just good will triumph I'll, all I'll use or... American Psycho for an example and I know American Psycho yeah. is like an upplaying of it right because it's 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 not uh-huh. just supposed to be about someone being. Mm-hmm. A psychopath, but it's more about the male stigma in itself. But mm-hmm. American Psycho very much upplays it. But the fact of that mm-hmm. psychopaths, yeah, they are portrayed as like the old evil, the nothing, right? Yeah, and, like there's no like yeah. gray areas. So and it's shit, like, and like you're not supposed to be rooting for them. Yeah, definitely. In and Japan, it, do they do? Does it different? Yeah. So I I actually encountered this uh, video docu series by Ozzy the Second. Basically, ahead. in Japan, a lot of the movies that per- that like talk about serial killers or evil people they kind of i guess for the lack of a better word they humanize them like they put them they make them very introspective yeah in a sense and so you basically see these characters going about their daily life being hella awkward and i think to, in to, japan to, like, particularly add the more idea method behind their motive well not even i think that's yeah. that's thinking from a westernized standpoint but just not to make them the root of all evil but someone you can kind of yeah not not and in some cases sympathize with yeah them. i was gonna like, say to kind of kind of see the yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel of like oh uh, uh-huh. this person's psychopath they're bad but more in a sense of like oh they're psychopath this is how they think you know yeah maybe there's steps that can be taken to prevent if we just understand yeah. you know yeah and in a way like the idea of psychopathy is like kind of almost celebrated because like the because like imagine like can you be somebody who's like willing to do anything to achieve your goal and to like go through like yeah. a lot of like the stuff and like using your talents and your all like that is very attractive yeah. in a sense and so I... in a way japan kind of sees psychopathy less of like oh you shouldn't do that as to i actually want to like be motivated to like finish and get the job done and to like achieve my goals yeah i and personally so... just i trust Araki. Mm-hmm. i trust that he knows where she's mm-hmm. going um i yeah. think everything he's written so far has a reason to it and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stick with it. So what happens is Jodio this ha- I mean, this happens. He talks about getting diagnosed with antisocial personality personality disorder. Um, how Barbara Ann kinda has some retaliation, like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 hey. Jodio directly calls out the doctor for saying it wasn't nice of him to diagnose him with that, which is I thought interesting that he's kinda mm-hmm. taking offense at being called this, but then he kind of plays mm-hmm. into the trait of like, Can I be happy? I think so. It's like this weird mm-hmm. inner conflict, I think, in between of him not wanting to be antisocial personality, but also kind of falling mm-hmm. into it, if that makes sense. Because he feels like he... Ha- I'm yeah. saying he feels like he has to, but that's my assumption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Jodio fights... Or not fights. He uses November Rain to get out of the scenario with the cops, destroys the evidence, yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of makes everything go away. And they're like, well, fuck, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, I kind of like how he's just like... Saying, like, yeah, I can, like, oh, try to be happy. Yeah, yeah, because then, cause then he talks about, and I, I thought it's... this line resonates with him, uh, or resonates with me specifically, when he talks about the fact that there's people in this world in these little hidden spots and that they don't play fair when it comes to life. Which mm-hmm. I think is interesting coming from his perspective that he's commenting on the fact that people don't play fair when he himself is so committing crimes. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting to go about, but he gets kind of mad mm-hmm. at that. And then... He uses a stand. He makes a comment about how he was going to say something, but it's kind of useless because normal people can't see see them. And yeah. he says them. 
and I assume them is in is in the stands. The stands. But it, yeah, it so could it could be like, the mechanisms too. We don't really know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like the way that going back to chapter one, kind of like saying how like stands, like you know, those who can't see them never really try to look at yeah. them. Like basically, an average Joe would think. Oh, uh, you know, that's just a stand. bizarre occurrence. But it, it, but like, I mean, yeah, it could be yeah. stands, it could be mechanisms. We don't really know. And it's yeah. funny to see how stands and mechanisms play hand in hand because um, mm-hmm. Jodio says they're different things, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, so are rock humans and stands, but they, they play very much hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, all that happens. The creepy cop shows up again. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to them at the airport. Yeah. So Usagi. I got Usagi the order of eventual. Oi. No, because the psychopath thing leads him to the airport. I'm just thinking about how I editing editing all this stuff. Um yeah. psychopath thing leads us to the airport. Okay. Usagi shows up what, like an hour, hour and a half late. Um I don't exactly remember the, like the how time long period doesn't like... matter, but it's the yeah. fact that he's late and they were all kind of waiting on him. It it, it I think it shows yeah. the fact that he's new to this. He doesn't really know what's going on, but he's trying his best. Or not. Who knows? Yeah. Um, he rents a car. Um, he scams them. Yeah, he's bad at, he's bad at responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. And he does scam them. Um, he yeah. also goes and talks about their age. And um, I thought it was very interesting that there's a clear age gap between Usagi, or between Jodio and everyone else. Because uh-huh. everyone's all at least within a year of each other, right? Because Paco's, ni- well, Paco's 19, Dragona's 18. Paco's 19, Dragona's 18. And then Jodio, or then... Uh, Usagi is 17 and then Jodio's 15. I think it's it's funny that there's this like main age gap between them. Yeah. I mean Jodio does point out he was just like, yeah, I have no role in this. Like I am too young Yeah, to, he's like, the gopher. Decide. He's the gopher. He's the gopher cuz he did the menial task. Interesting how a guy who's like who talks about being ambitious just, is he's like he's, just, he, like he's very cognizant of what's going on. Yeah. Um Usagi scams them. And they head off to the house. Um, they're yeah, at the that house. Was a very, very beautiful panel. Very beautiful by panels. The way, Yes, for, yes. Yeah. I think Hawaii. Hawaii is a great location for JoJo. Yeah, definitely. Are you laughing because all you I can think like, about is fucking Freebird right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, like, I, I wanted to make sure we were on the same page here because when I yeah. when I when I was rereading it, that's our editing choice for the music we put over it, just for shits and giggles. But that's what I. That's yeah. it's what I can only think of now. I didn't think much of it. Then I realized that wait, this is a fucking meme. Yeah, I know it's great. Um, so they get to the house. Um, and not crazy much happens. Um, they kind of show up. They establish code names for each other. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. we got to be stealth. Uh, the person here's alone. They're definitely alone. I promise they're alone, which they are. I'm not like repeating it three times. They just make a big point of the fact that he's alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, he goes out to the pool every day at however amount for however long. So Jody is like, okay. I'll go take the pool, kind of scope out the area. You guys go in. They so actually, oh wait, sorry, no, I'm wrong yeah. because it's no, it was it's Paco who suggests the idea. Oh, Paco says Jodio takes the pool. Yeah, I yeah. So this is something that I found really go interesting ahead. is that like the previous chapter we were, we were told Paco got held back and like he's probably I totally done forgot it, to introduce but... Paco. Um, yeah, yeah, we forgot uh, about Mister so Paco. Paco. How dare you, my best boy? He's twenty. <laughs> Uh, he's 19, he's, he's been 19. held back, he's supposedly been to jail, um, he's, he's, he's like, he's kind of rough. He's rough, he's, he's a stereotypical edges. gangster, yeah. 
Um, yeah. He's like, I don't know. But he, the yeah, like you would see. Like, yeah, it's it's the fact that he, the first he has, impression he has. Yeah, he has this weird kind of intuition to him as well. Yeah, well, you know, like it's really interesting to see like the side of that Jodio didn't mention regarding Paco, which is that he's got like, street smarts. In way, he got street smarts. Yeah, he's he's the planner of the. Yeah, group. he's like, not he's not school smart, but he he's not he's he's never yeah. money smart. I mean, he's never book smart. Yeah. He's money smart. It makes yeah. him more intelligent. <laughs> And then later on, we see he he takes on the more de facto leader. Yeah, of role so too. yeah, okay. So then he, we'll Taco suggests. I'm sorry, I'm like speeding through because we're already at 40 yeah. minutes, 46, and I don't want you to be late for your thing. No, I think we have more than enough. Time. Okay, it's fine. I don't mind yeah. if this episode's long. Once again, I'm I'm having a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. This is like yeah. my thing, my retrospective. My retrospective uh-huh. can be however long I want. I'm enjoying the yes. conversation probably more than the people listening right now. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Uh, they kind of split split off. Um, no, do they do the do they do the camera thing first, or do they split off first? They, yeah, they do the they camera, do thing, the camera first. thing first. I, I have some things to talk about with Mate Kudasai. All right, <laughs> so they go yeah. to the house. Um, they show some cats. They're important later. Um, yeah. And then they're faced with a security camera. And their guys, they're like, "Okay, fuck. There's a camera. What do we do?" Usagi's like, "Hey guys, um, I have a stand too." And it's a very situational, very interesting stand. He's like, Dragona, tell me you wish for there to be two cameras. And Dragona's like, what? What the fuck? And he's like, okay, my stand can do basically anything, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. You just, but I can't tell it what to do. It's controlled by someone else. By the way, its name is Mate Kudasai, which is a reference to a King Crimson song. Yeah. Um, so he's like, look, Dragona, just tell me you want two cameras. Dragona's like, okay. Uh, Dragona's like, I want two cameras. And then the Mateku decide goes and makes a separate camera, and the separate camera is slightly different. It's still, it's still recording them, but there's slight alterations between the two, mm-hmm. so there's contrasting evidence, and therefore it can't be used. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to touch on this later when Usagi talks about this a while later, but when we get to the metal detector. Yeah. So. Okay. So. I mean, do we, we can. I guess we can talk about I, it now. Yeah. I mean, like, I have some notes regarding Mate Kudasai. Uh, here. Uh, first can, I, can I give mine first yeah. and see if there's any overlap? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. So there's there's something else to this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's clearly obvious. I think my guess is that whatever that he can use things that have already been previously wished for. That's mm-hmm. a little bit of a stretch of a guess, but it comes from the fact that there, there's some repercussion that I think benefits him. Mm-hmm. Because back when they're, or forward, when they're fighting a guy later, mm-hmm. he is like, all right, look, we got to look for him. We got to look, you got, he had a knife on him. He's in the sand. Wish for a metal detector. And they're kind of sidetracked on, like, this whole thing of, like, oh, wait, there's footprints, or there's blood, there's a little distracting them. It's like, like, wish for a metal detector mm-hmm. now. It's not it's not that forceful, but he definitely makes a point of, like, hey, can you please wish for this metal detector? Mm-hmm. Which, it caught me, it's going back and reading it. it, it was certainly a point of interest to me, is the fact that there's something else to this, because there's there's a reason he wants other people to use it. I mean, not not saying. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's the physical limitations or not the physical limitations, but 
I think when people use it, there's something he gains from it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, give your notes now. That that was just my. All right, Mate Kudasai. So first off, um, the the song itself. So there's actually two versions of the song. One's like the original, and one that's like barely slightly altered. And the reason for that is because there was some publishing issues. So that's why two versions of the song exist, and that explains the standability. What? And I think in well, terms you mean of the like, standability with the cameras or. Or the stands ability to like, like, clone stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's probably that because sense. the original song. There's actually two versions that exist. Is it clone or is it, it just the fact of like it's clone slash mimic? I don't know the exact like words to use so far, but yeah. And so I get like you know how with stands being a manifestation of like their users. I feel like Mate Kudasai is extremely like a reflection of who Usagi is because it seems like Usagi with his like with his stand you can tell he's being an extreme tryhard like he's trying to satisfy everybody and trying to like show that he can do stuff and whatnot and as a result he kind of starts complicating things like why in the world would you need a camera that like shows two tapes when you can just get something that can destroy the camera camera. yeah yeah like why would you need a scissor when you can uh, why would you need a clone for a scissor when you can like clone for something like that probably is stronger than a pair of scissors to break the string? Yeah. Um, so you think there's you think there's you definitely limitations. I feel like there might be some limitations, but like at the same time, um, these limitations are based on what Usaki thinks is beneficial. That's and fair. What the other so it's wants it's versus, is it almost yeah. like a? It's almost like it's almost like as a hando type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's it's capped by the user's intelligence. Yeah. Sorry, I was responding or to something. Or it's capped by yeah. It was capped by the user's intelligence. Really yeah. Hard. Yeah, basically. So they make the two cameras. Uh huh. Um. And then, Jodio, it cuts. Oh my god, the Japanese man! Like, what were your it, thoughts when it, they were? I was the so Japanese excited. Man. I was so excited. Um, Jodio, it cuts to Jodio on the poolside, and he's kind of, he's like sitting there, he's watching the guy swim from behind a chair, and he's kind of geeking out, he's like, wait, 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 I know this guy. He's like... You remember the lines, right? Oh, no, no, not at all. He's like, wait, (laughs) I've seen those guys, I've, I've read this guy's, I've watched this guy's anime, and I've read his manga online. This man is Rohan Kashibe. So yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense that Rohan is in this part because Guns N' Roses is known for doing a cover. Heaven Store, yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but also at the same time, like I feel like, man, like it's, this would have been well, a good opportunity for. This is great, and I'm so excited uh-huh. to see where they go with Rohan because uh-huh. Rohan has Heaven Store again. This is not some yeah. like alter. This is not like the world alternate universe, right? It's not like a Diego type thing. This is. This is Rohan, and this is Heaven's Door. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, did Araki make this as an excuse to draw Rohan wet and shirtless? Um, probably. Probably. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Araki Rohan is Araki's self insert. Yeah, I ain't gonna deny it. Mm-hmm. But no, Rohan's here, and he has Heaven's Door. This is not like a oh uh. We have Jonathan. Can we can we have Jonathan? No, we have Jonathan at home, and it's it's Johnny or whatever, right? This yeah. is this is a one to one. This is not Joseph. This is not 
Josuke Higashi Kata Part 8, Part 4 thing. This is Rohan Kashibe, the exact same. He looks the same. He's got the same stand. He even says the same catchphrase. Um, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But this is Rohan, and it sparked theory within the whole community of, like, is this some sort of, like, proof that, um, whatchamacallit, uh, that, uh, part six, this is all still in the original universe, or in that part six kind of warped the events, but we know that's not true because of Thus Spoke, mm-hmm. right? In in Thus Spoke, Hot Summer Martha, and it's, it, you can take it into canicity how canon, I, I hate words, how how canon um all of those are but the main fact is that there is existence of rohan in the original part 4 universe during mm-hmm. covid times yeah meaning that i mean even then if this is 2021 well no 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 because of the events of hot summer martha it takes place up to 2022 so if mm-hmm. this is part if this is in 2023, it makes sense. But anyways, mm-hmm. general thing is there's confusion and consensus with JoJo fans on the fact of did Rohan somehow find a way to A, travel universes, B, is this actually the retelling of the events from before part six because all of it changed, Irene-verse stuff, or is it just another Rohan? Personally, I think it's another Rohan. I don't really see yeah. there to be any reason for it to be like, oh, you can travel across universes or it's an Irene-verse thing. Unless mm-hmm. it's like for a Rocky to wrap the story nice in a nice little bow. Yeah, it would be really interesting if like we find out this is Irene-verse and it just comes full circle. But I, I wouldn't, but, but, I wouldn't like, like I that like personally. It being its own, like, yeah. I, I like part seven being its own type of thing. Right? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. happens. That's the end of chapter three. Uh, beginning of chapter three, Jodeo's mm-hmm. kind of sneaking around the pool. Um... He looks at Rohan's iPad. He's like, yo, it's Pink Dark Boy, his manga. Like, oh my God. He's geeking out. And yeah. it cuts to them. It cuts to the rest of the group inside the house. And they're looking around. They're like, oh, what's yeah. what's going on? Um, mm-hmm. It makes a distinct note of Usagi pocketing cash from his house. Which I think is oh, very yeah. interesting. I Okay, so something that like I find it very uh, interesting how like pretty much in the beginning we see that Paco and Usagi or Paco does not really like Usagi at all but like they have a lot they seem to have a lot in common like immediately they're just stealing stuff and like when Usagi was cutting that portrait like I kind of see it as like Usagi kind of distracting Dragona so that Paco can swipe the cash after being scolded by Dragona. Oh was that Paco was that Paco who was swiping the money or was it Paco? That was Paco swiping the money. Oh I thought it was Usagi. Uh, You can't you can barely tell. Yeah. Yeah, you could barely tell. Also, um, another thing, I guess, pointing out to like, Jodie being a massive fan of Pink Dark Boy. Um, usually when you ask a teenager to introduce himself and whatnot, like, I guess from my experience, they're like, yeah, my name is so-and-so. I'm like 15 years old. I really like to do X, Y, and Z. And like every day I kind of blah, blah, blah. Jodie never really gave us more details as to who he is beyond his goals and motivations. Yeah. And so this was like the first where, where he's like oh hey look i'm kind of in touch with modern media you know yeah um yeah i i just thought or it was funny with scissors huh oh don't mind me you- don't mind me anyways um is it am i getting just like a joke mix up in my head or is it established that 
Pink Dark Boys for a younger audience. J- Josuke says uh, it in part four, right? Doesn't yeah. he make like an off note? Koichi's like, oh, I went to Rohan Kashiba because he does Pink Dark Boy. Joji's like, isn't Pink Dark Boy kind of for kids? Or or am I just getting it confused no, with the like, joke? I think you're confused with it. That's fair. That's fair. I I don't I don't remember this stuff. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, he makes he makes a note of like he's like, Oh, I love Pink Dark Boy. Here's a manuscript. Um mm-hmm. so they're uh, once again they're searching around the house. Um they're like, Okay, look, the safe's probably behind a painting. So they cut some open. Oh, I didn't want to say this. Rohan's got a kick ass house. Yeah. I actually was trying to find like the real life equivalent of his that house thing. and I Kind of did. I kind of did. The only thing is that it's not located where the gang is at the moment. It's actually up more north. Up more north. But it's yeah. a cool but, like, house. I found the house. He's like got a nice. I can't. Shueisha hasn't colored chapter three yet, right? They have. Tra- they colored up the chapter four. <gasps> All right. Remind me to go see what this looks like afterwards because I I want to go see how they colored this thing because this thing looks lavish and extravagant. Yeah. Um. It, so he's got a nice house. Like that. Um. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I did want to mention this. Dragona lockpicks into the house with her stand. Yeah. Smooth Raiders, operators is like super It's It's super, cool it's super hands-on, super technical. It's like a tool set. And it's, I, I think it's cool that the gang has these like non-conventional attack stands, you know? Where they all have something that very much helps with their line of craft. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder if Meryl May knows about stands. I feel like based on how chapter 12 what no i i don't think so either yeah because it's it's clear that i think smooth operators take something in the very end right the lava rock backer i don't know there i'll, I'll get i'll get to it at the end of chapter when we get to chapter 12 yeah but yeah it's 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 yeah. It, it's nice that they have this nice tool set um so they mm-hmm. find they come across the science lab which we learn is about the lava rocks and mm-hmm. Um. I'm... Okay, I'm really curious about one thing because if Rohan saying he has a six million dollar diamond triggered something at the airport, how is he able not to trigger that he's getting a bunch of lab equipment coming in? I mean, you could say it, it. Well, okay, the diamond is something he took with him. Uh-huh. Um, I think the lab equipment something he didn't take across. I think it's just something he ordered. I I think is it. I think it's established that this is just kind of his quote-unquote vacation villa like he's from cm's backstory i'm gonna call him cm um Uh until we get to his actual introduction from cm's backstory it seems like rohan's been on the island before Mm -hmm. and that he's already kind of set up so it wouldn't surprise me if he either a just ordered everything i mean Uh i think it's just something he bought like in hawaii if that makes sense yeah amazon prime be working overtime lab up um (laughs) <laughs> there's some. There's a cat. Uh, it cuts back to Jodio. There's a cat because uh, he's still poolside. Rohan gets out. The cat kind of mm-hmm. follows him into the house. He's like, "Huh, this is not my cat. What's going on?" Mm-hmm. Um, Jodio makes some rain to just kind of distract him and bring him back outside because he's going inside the house. Mm-hmm. He makes it rain on the yeah. iPad and the cactus. Um, mm-hmm. they find the diamond. They do the the whole soy jack meme. Yeah, thing. they find the, they find so the much. diamond, and there's lava rocks next to the diamond. They don't really pay much of attention to the lava rocks until later, but yeah, they find the diamond. They soy jack, and then 
they get hit with an invisible tripwire. Um, yeah. Uh, the strings? The strings. The, the, the cat strings. The cat strings. Yeah, the stray cat strings. So I, they get into a whole tanglement with that. Mm -hmm. um, Rohan kind of walks over to him. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Rohan makes note of the... No, he makes note of the rain now or is it later? Chapter four. I get makes, three and four kind of blend together in my head. He makes note of the. It's kind of like in the, at the end of chapter. You three see the fact the that his finger four. has like a bit of cactus in it, right? Yeah, I think that is just because Jodio is coincidentally hidden by the cactus, and so he would have to reach through the cactus to grab the iPad and put it. Yeah, back. well, that that or I thought cool. it's the gravity of the rain because Jodio's rain is more heavy. It's the gravity of the rain uh -huh. that made the brick fall, but I'm not sure. Um. Anyways. So he kind of makes note of the stand. He's like, oh, there's got to be something going on here. He's like, I, I can see stands. Something sus. Something sus. Um, yeah. Chapter four, they try and battle with the string. They can't cut it. The string is the cat stand. Or they don't, they don't yeah. piece together that it's a cat stand yet, but they piece together that it is a stand. They're like, it's probably the cat, yeah. but we're not sure. Usagi's more on the money, but like... Yeah. Paco is just shutting him yeah. down. Which, by the way, do you notice how Usagi has just been so slow and hesitant to like react at this point? Yeah, you like, make a good point. I mean, it, it uh, could just be from the fact that he yeah. barely knows these people. You know? Yeah. But yeah, he takes a liking to Dragona instantly, which is funny. Yeah. But they battle with the string. Um, they try and cut it and stuff. And. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like how this kind of gave an opportunity to like showcase how the stands work in these situations. Yeah, we know these stands aren't like the punchy type. Definitely, like rarely or it's not usual to like see a character who's already well in tuned with how their stand works when we're introduced to them. Usually, yeah, because like, like like Dragona or... immediately knows what to do with her stand. Yeah, she's like, all right, I'm just I slipped it off. We're fine. And Paco's like, okay, I got it off. I just kind of use my leg muscles to grab around it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then how many, it's in the references. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping to the. No, the, it's the, all good. I, I have, uh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of speed through these real quick because we're getting decent on time. Um, They remove the string. The backpack falls out of the diamond. Rohan kind of shows, he was like, hello guys. Um, He uses heaven door, heaven door yeah. on all of them. Um, He interrogates yeah. them. The diamond does this the way I described it was it does this kind of like weird astral projection type of thing. Yeah. You thought it was astral projection. I'm not saying that, but uh, am I, am I reading it wrong or Dragona's like, I'm holding the diamond, but it's on the floor. I think cause basically as we later find out that the lava rock trying to pull the diamond back. It's like, okay. So, yeah, it's, so like, it's creating circumstances. I've read it wrong to now, have it because I read it on the fact that mm -hmm. the diamond yeah. was like, there were two entities. There's the physical diamond itself and the actual like shit. I don't know how to describe it, but I read it. I read it. Really? This is, I've read it this way both times. And it's now I'm, I'm just going through this. I, I thought there was like the actual weight of the diamond in Dragona's hand, but like the actual like mm -hmm. visual of it was different. If that made sense. And I thought it was something like Rohan did, where he just made the diamond kind of, like, transpose somewhere else, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, it, but, I mean, like, I, I just felt like the diamond was just rolling. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like and I, I, I can see that as well. I just, I fucked up mm -hmm. reading. I can't read. Um, Did you have anything you want to cover? <laughs> this is why I, I write the script I know, for the I know. Did you have anything you want to cover for <laughs> chapter four? 
for chapter four, I mean, okay, let me see what I have my notes on here. Um, I, I found it very interesting, their disguises that they use. Because, like, Dragona is, like, the only one who, like, it's pretty, it's, like, it makes sense. But then you have Paco, who only covers his eyes, but he has his, like, little ice cream thing saying his full-on name. And his belt saying his full-on name. And then Usagi has a sheer pantyhose on, which I do get, like, some people, they use pantyhose to, like, disguise themselves. Yeah. But, like, he only does it on his face. And so, it doesn't. It does it also provide that layer of like, uh, yeah, Paco, he, he's street smart, but also he, he's, he's still not, a little yeah, dumb. He's, not he's smart, still smart. a little dumb. He's still not there. Yet. And Usagi, of course, you know, like. Yeah, of course. That kind of, he's yeah. a goober. Oh, oh that's us. Anyways. All right. Chapter five. Chapter five. Rohan calls the cops. Yeah. Um, They, he. Basically, Rohan calls the cops because they're all in the living room now. Rohan's kind of tied them up. They're all in the living room. Um, oh, no, sorry, sorry. They're not in the living room just yet. Rohan calls the cops when oh, they're, they're in the hallway. They're in the hallway. Yeah, they're in the hallway. Yeah. Rohan calls the cops. He heads to the mm-hmm. living room because he notices that it's rain inside the living room. He notices mm-hmm. the rain seeps into the carpet and then he falls into the into a hole in the ground. Yeah. I think this chapter really shows that, like, Jodio is He's smart terrifying. with his sand. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like... Yeah, and, like, not only that, it's, like, what he lacks for in, like, a brawler type of stand, he makes for, up for... In his, in his intuition per- and just ability Intuition and persuasion. I, it'd be yeah, cool, like it'd be cool to see Jojo Land be a battle of wits, not a battle of strength. And oh, yeah. I think it was kind of tried to be done in Part 8, but uh-huh. it, I, I don't know. I don't like Part 8. Yeah. I'm going to say that right now. I thought part eight was a little too confusing and a little too random. About yeah, it took a while. For... About when it got to Speed King and Soft and Wet fighting mm-hmm. with bugs, I I was like, what the hell am I reading? Yeah, yeah. You, you've covered your mic. Oh, sorry. I get you on. It's that. all good. It's yeah. all good. Um. So yeah. Uh. They get Ro. Uh. Jodio ties him up. Um. Uh, they start interrogating Rohan. Ro- Jody was like, hey, can you not call the cops on us? And Rohan says, I refuse. Which is a great callback to his iconic line in part four. Did you freak out? Oh, yeah. Did definitely. you freak out when he said that? I did. I was like, oh, he said... I, I, like, oh. I'll be honest. I kind of rolled my eyes. I was just like, Jesus fucking... No, nah, he's got to make the callback. It's a classic line. It's a meme. Meraki knows what he's callback. doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Um... There's some maybe this is like on Araki's like end on that, but like I noticed the phone call never really turned off, but because like, uh yeah, it's probably so, it's probably yeah, a thing of like manga like, panels not mm-hmm. like you kind of don't have the in between action of him turning off the phone or whatever. Yeah, and like usually phone operators they don't hang up on you unless like the situation has ends or they think that you're trolling them. Yeah. Yeah. Um it doesn't seem like Rohan was trolling. No, them. not at all. But it's it's, it's so, I th- it I think he just ends that... it between panels uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, I think so too. But like it makes me like what like think like when Jody was knocking the phone on his head. So I, I'm not too familiar with iPhones, but like you can program phones to like do certain tasks. It's if you like shake him or something. Not... Or like maybe he's hiding some he's hiding like him like Not really. I think he just knocked no, the phone on his really, head to just no. kinda taunt him or whatever. Yeah. Um, having an iPhone myself, 
uh, like that or that or he just like knocked the power button on his head to turn it off. Like yeah. he just kind of clicked it. That doesn't necessarily turn off. Like it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But who knows? I don't know. I'm just gonna go mm. with the precedent of the fact that the phone was turned off in between panels. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jodio kind of nerds out on him. He's like, "Look, man, I've I've read all of your stuff. I really like that one light novel you did." Lava Rocks, guys, this kind of hinted me about this. He's like, I, I remember him talking about this and one of his stories about volcanoes in, in Lava Rocks. And I know what Rohan Sensei does is often based on just real-life ventures and research. There's something yeah. special about these Lava Rocks. So he's like, here's the deal. If you hang up that phone, or if you don't hang up that mm-hmm. phone, I'm going to smash these rocks. And Rohan's like, no, no, please don't. And... He's like, are you going to do it? And Rohan's like, well... And he smashes a rock. He smashes a lava rock to bits right in front of him. He's like, yeah. look, there's one more. What do you want to do? So Rohan... I mean, he, he doesn't explicitly say it. But, I mean, he doesn't smash mm-hmm. the other rock. He's like, look, just take the rock. I understand they're valuable. Just take yeah. it. Get out of here. Um, I think it, that scene sort of, like, reveals a sort of flaw in Jodeo. In that, yes, he's methodical. And whatnot. But, like, the way he was saying it once he crashed the rock, he was like, oh, man, I didn't realize that that was going to happen kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, he kind of, he really, like, made a really gutsy, risky move. He did. Especially yeah. when he knows there's something special about these. And um, he kind of, he, it's pieced together the fact that these lava rocks are worth more than the diamond itself. He's like, why are they in the safe? Mm-hmm. They're worth more than the diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They take it. They take it all and leave. Rohan's like, all right, fine. Um, as they're leaving, Rohan's like, hey, Jodio, come back here real quick. He's like, look, I'm going to tell you something. This rock you've taken from me is very special. I'm not going to tell you what it does. He says, you've picked the card. You've drawn the card. Now play it. I think that's what he says. Uh-huh. He says something along the lines. Yeah, he's like, you've dealt the card. Yeah, I've dealt you, you the card. It. You're going to play it. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't elaborate, but he's like, look, we'll meet again. I'm sure of it, which is cool because... More yeah, Rohan. I, I like the idea of Rohan coming, like doing a Rohan ex machina. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they take the lava rock, they take the diamond, and they go. Um, yeah. Also, oh, Rohan's warning. Oh, oh, yeah. There's something. Um, there's something following them, right? Or no, as in like Rohan basically was like, I wouldn't trust the people um, with you. Like, keep the lava rock between us. Oh, okay. You remember? No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so basically before Jodio goes, Rohan is like, by the way, keep the knowledge of the lava rock between the two of us. I wouldn't trust the um, company that Let's hope he didn't read next chapter. Yeah, because like... It, it, a lot of people like went immediately. They're just like Usagi. Usagi's the traitor. But then it also was like, wait, Dragona was also red, and like just because Rohan was reading stuff out loud doesn't mean he was reading. He was everything that he's saying out loud is exactly what he's yeah saying. That's fair. Right? Um, I I can see it. I can see it. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe oh, we're circling back, but maybe it involves something with their father. You know, who knows. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe it's like a, oh, father, he needs money. We got to help him. Or like, I got to help him. I'm using Jodeo mm-hmm. as a scapegoat. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So they leave with diamonds. Usagi grabs a pink dark boy painting, like an original 
sketch, and the cats are there. I'm just gonna speed through chapter six and seven. I'm setting. Uh, honestly, I'm setting my yeah, precedent. Not my I did not like arc. these chapters. Um, yeah. I was not a huge fan of them. Yeah, I was actually hoping because there are three cats, we end up having the gang split up, and then we get to see like, how each gang uses their one on one. That would be like, cool. Was there? I, I know you're more cool. in touch with the community on JoJo Lands than I am. Was there the kind of same like uh -huh. hatred towards these chapters as me, or is? I think this chapter. I mean. Sort of like basically a lot of people they said that ah oh, JoJo Lance has become boring. That's fair. Kind of around this. And I mean part. you got You yeah, also got to mention like, you got to you got to think of the fact that this was thirty pages a month dedicated to a fight between them and cats, and like half of it's yeah. just like them getting caught up in a web, being like, oh, how do we get out of the web when yeah. they already kind of like know or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, another yeah. They find and out. Then... So, yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm gonna speed through this real quick. Uh -huh. Um, at the beginning of this, they find out that the rock attracts riches. Um. Mm -hmm. The cats are there. There's three of them. Mm -hmm. They fight. Uh, the diamond and the other stuff is gone. And That's because Usagi took them. Usagi, yeah, Usagi did take them. Yeah. Back to the car. It, a lot of people were just like, oh no, like he re is he actually yeah, he a traitor? And like, Paco... You know, Paco was valid for like his threat. He was like, I will chase you for the end of... I will, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jodio viewing himself as and his team as low lifers and trash? Because like in the beginning, he was just like the four of us, us trashy kids. Uh, and I can I can see it. I can see it. I think he's yeah. not wrong, and I think part of it falls into the fact that he's been under this pretense of this diagnosis. But I think also he kind of acknowledges what he's doing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Usagi comes back. He's like, "Hey, look." Um, I was, didn't he say, like, I wasn't even gonna come back? Yeah, he was just like, oh, he was, like, very funny. He's like, no, I, I didn't, I didn't leave because I was being a pussy. He, oh, but, oh, yeah, he house. crashes the fucking car into a tree. I think that's funny. Yeah. So he crashes the car into a tree, yeah. he comes back, he's like, I, you, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Oh, and yeah, I was about to say, like, the Pulp Fiction reference was kind of funny. Oh, did he reference Pulp Fiction in that? Technically, the burger, because like he was talking about how like the burgers, like you know, the, the Hawaiian burgers, they have like pineapples and whatnot on there. Oh, also, okay. Yeah, I will say though, like, um, I love one of the things I did kind of like about the um cat size art uh, or this fight is the amount of body horror that is involved. Yeah, the cats look pretty spooky. I will say that cats look pretty spooky, and like the way because. Like I don't like like I was, like the way like they're all their really faces kind of get like, cut into it, it was very yeah it was very different for JoJo yeah very you don't very get it, it was very it was a lot more gruesome and it was a lot more kind of yeah kind of visual yeah. like scary imagery I say scary but mm -hmm. you, um okay um anyways Usagi crashes the car and he comes back and he's like mm -hmm. look I kind of realized the fact that these cats are attracted to rich stuff. That's, uh, like, expensive things. That's how they work. Mm -hmm. He's like, I gave him mm -hmm. these burgers that were had caviar in it. This caviar is expensive caviar I sold from Rohan. That shit's worth, uh -huh. like, $400, and the cats went to it instantly. Mm -hmm. And now that they went to it instantly, and, and, like, he's like, look, they're coming back to me now because I have the the poster, the rock, and the diamond. Dragona, wish for a net. Does Dragona wish for a net? I don't remember. Degrona Degrona wishes wish for a net. net, but it was like, it was kind of weird how like 
Usagi was like, hey, be specific. It's like, wish for a net. Not like internet, but like an actual net. net. Which, I and mean, like, it, it just... falls into the genie, yeah. you know, kind of that genie trope of like, oh, I wish mm-hmm. for a, you know, something. And then he's like, yeah, you wish for, uh, you get what I mean. It's it's the typical like genie trick where he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you wish for $1,000. Well, this $1,000 came from some poor homeless guy or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I, that's a that's uh, a drastic example, but it's like a monkey paws type thing. Yeah. Also, like we get a brief glimpse of like how like cruel Usagi kind of be. Yeah. Because Usagi had the idea of like you know I can drug them. He did. He's like I could I could have laced it, but I decided not to. So yeah. that happens. They deal with the cats. They take the stuff and they just head out. Uh, chapter nine. Yeah, but also. I actually chapter wonder eight. chapter eight, but like I was wondering. Covering yeah, your mic. Covering your mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Cold. Okay. I know. See, um, where is he? Like, he's watching them. But like, I, I was been curious. I'm like, where is he? Like, hidden in the forest and shit. I I don't know where he went in the forest. Yeah. Uh, who who knows? Yeah. Also, random fact: um, cats aren't actually indigenous to Hawaii, even though. The description for wild cat size says that they are. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Cats are actually an invasive species. It's like an issue in Hawaii. Um interesting. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, chapter eight. Chapter eight. Ollie Drive and Raising Canes. Jodio starts off with being a Rizzler. Um it's a, it's like Part of me finds it funny, but also part of me finds it disturbing. <laughs> yeah, because he's 50. I mean, it doesn't yeah. even seem like he's engaging. They're kind of attracted to him. Yeah, it's... A wee bit, but... <sighs> I don't know. Also, seeing Rohan kept his word about... Um, not calling the cops, the yeah. robbery, not calling the cops. And so it makes me wonder, like, when, when Meryl brings it up again, it's like, wait a minute. My stuff. But also... Yeah. Um, pink, okay, this is the saddest part. Pink Chan isn't actually pink. Did you have you? I, like, I was, when you were visualizing what Dragona, I really didn't. I like. didn't really try and visualize colors. Um, I know, I know you. I I was there on the server when y'all had your whole fit about it, but <laughs> I it's so, we we a sad moment. Yeah, I I remember. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dragona's not pink. Big shocker. Um, Usagi's backstory. Usagi's backstory. That's- a little bit. I mean, there's not that much. Um, he yeah, just I talks mean, like- about like, look, my mother was a hard work. My mother's hardworking. That's how we get most of our money. My father used to be a um, uh, my my father used to work in construction. And then he got hit by a bus and he's dead. Like, well, it's like they're living off of the insurance money of their father's death, and his mom has control over it. Yeah. And so it makes me wonder, like, it really puts into, like, Usagi is probably very sheltered because of the mom being frugal, but also it could imply some financial abuse that has pushed Usagi into taking this job. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you know the one Smith, the Smith song that, like, kind of makes me remember about the whole bus thing what oh okay right. yeah i i know i know yeah, yeah. i only know the five nights at freddy's <laughs>
Um, and then what happens is they talk, he talked about his backstory. They test the rock with some $20 bills and it works. Mm -hmm. Like they like literally crumble and toss a $20 bill away. Yeah. And then through a bunch of like random events, it comes back. They're like, okay, we're going to go try and steal a watch, but not actually steal a watch. So fun fact, um, the Daimach, um, store is based on like a, I think it was, it was like something like a RV something watch store in Ginza, Japan. I actually visited oh, that's cool. that place. And so it was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to steal. Like, so oh, if anybody's wondering, I got a like, rock. I got a love, I, I should have brought a love rock. Anyways. Yeah, so yeah, they go to the little... watch shop. Um, they ask to go see watches and they handle the watches for it, but they look at them. They're like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then they kind of shut the door. They turn on the cameras and they're like, look, uh-huh. Where did the watch go? Do you see it? It's not there on the table. Oh, okay. Um, something that I wanted to add. Go ahead. When I first like read that, I was like, they because Dragona walked into the store and in a way to convince them to like kind of let them touch the watches, like they kind of opened up their wallet a little bit to like show a diamond, and that caught the salesman's attention, right? Yeah. That's how the sense was suddenly just changing. It was just like, all right, come on in kind of stuff. And so at first I was wondering, like, will we get another separate stand attack? Yeah, to try and steal uh, the diamond. Which, yeah, like the, the salesman is trying to give them him the diamond or something. And But also it, I do find it kind of funny how, like, the interaction between Dragoon and Usagi, because Usagi is just like, nah, man, we got to be chill and whatnot. And then he immediately goes, y'all got me. Like, you could kind of tell, like, he kind of just... Yeah, he 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 tried. He really yeah. tried. Oh, and then another thing to point out too. But like before they went into the store, we get the first name drop uh, in the series. Do you remember? Of name drop of what? The JoJo Land. Basically. Oh, they say they say. I, did yeah. I make a joke about it? Yeah, like so. Jodio name drops the JoJo Land, and he says this is a story about how one boy becomes rich which kind of feels like yeah it's 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 like whoa they're gonna betray each other they're gonna kill each other other or something it's just jodeo's in the end but but we can also we can also talk about the very ending of chapter or the middle ending of chapter 12 and we'll get there when we get there yeah but and yeah and then continuing on with that he's um, like this is the jojo lands yeah taco and jodeo dynamic like this is you know we've heard Taco being like very rough around the edges, but like he's rather protective uh, yo, and yeah, towards Jody and Dragona. Definitely. Yeah, he's just like, you had some chicken burritos and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but then we get to the next scene that reveals the cats. And like, here's the thing I was a little sus about how Paco was talking, but then I was just like, this is probably an Iraqi moment of him info dumping info about like chickens in Hawaii. And like, maybe he, or maybe. Another random fact that Paco's a foodie, but like him just kind of going like off tangent about that. I was just like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel like Paco. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, which probably was what Jodio probably did. But like the cats, though, like I was just like, no, don't kill the cats. No, <laughs> like they did nothing wrong. Yes, I know they sliced the main characters, but like, yeah, that was. That's very brutal. Definitely. Yeah. But then after that, they allude to the fact that the cats were not the person who was 
with or Rohan was like, oh, I was following you guys. There was someone else. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of now like, oh, shit, this person's probably here. Well, no, yeah, because yeah. it was it's CM who killed the cats, right? It's, yeah, CM who supposedly killed the he cats. He did, yeah, and he swapped the package or the bag with their bag. Or their, like, food bag. Or he brought the bag and just handed it to Jerry. Yeah, just to kind of just to kind of yeah. fuck with them or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, okay, shit, there's someone else here. And then the chapter ends. Yeah. Yeah, and the chapter begins with Barbara Ann. I missed her so much. Um, so chapter nine, Barbara Ann calls <laughs> Jodio, and I, I understand Jodio's in a stressful situation, but he's yeah. kind of a dick to his mom. You're a dick to your mom. What? First of all, you're covering your mic. Yeah. That's that gives me that gives me such a good reason to cut this out. What what timestamp is this? Remember an hour twenty six. Anyways. So, chapter nine starts off. Uh, Jodio calls his mom. He's kind of rude to his mom. Um, I mean, yeah, he's in a stressful situation, but you know. But she's like, yeah, "Look, I tried to." But it's kind of ironic. I where he's like, kind of called Dragona. Um, Dragona didn't answer. You guys better not be with that Paco kid. I heard he's been mm-hmm. in jail for a year. Yeah. Which I think kind of fills in when J- Jodio was like, "Paco skipped a year of school or whatever." He, I don't know what happened, but I mm-hmm. think that kind of is like okay. He skipped a year of school because yeah. he was in jail. It's interesting to see how Barbara Ann is very protective of her own kids. Yeah. And like, and yet she's completely oblivious and unaware of, of what like, they're doing. What they're doing. Yeah. And whatnot. So they, they, they talk about the fact that someone's with them. Jodio's like, look, I gave Rohan. I talked to Rohan. I was like, look, if anyone. Rohan is his right or die. If anyone takes these rocks. Or if anyone tries to land a hand on these rocks, I am crushing them and throwing them in the ocean. Yeah. I think uh, based on how Paco was trying to talk Jodio out of, um, like, keeping the lava rock, like, you could kind of, like, did you tell that it was a little bit off? Because, like, even Paco himself, he's not. Like, when he was basically egging Dragona on to, like, open up the goddamn safe, basically. Yeah, like, he, he's and yet pretty... now, And then suddenly he's going, like guys like maybe the mafia is on us or something yeah and whatnot and like jodeo says that we have to do things without any regrets yes and dragona does actually call back to that later on in chapter 11 i believe yeah but yeah um and then they inside the dive yes they're back inside the thing they empty their bags um, Usagi has a ton of stuff. He in does his have backpack. a ton of stuff. There's like, like two bottles lot, of wine like in there. Like bug bite, hand sanitizers, mask. He has like mask, and yet he didn't use it during the heist. I, that's that's. I don't know. He's got wine with yeah. him. Um, yeah, the artwork. It makes me wonder if like the suit that he wears isn't necessarily not just for fashion, but if it's but for like, storage capabilities. That that'd be funny if there's a practicality yeah. to it. Um, yeah. and I love, I love when he's showing them the artwork. He's like, yeah, this is done by Rohan Kashibe. It's an original. You ever hear of him? <laughs> um, so they look at the cameras and smooth operators took the watch without Dragona con- like, I don't want to say consenting, but like cognitive, cognitively doing it. Subconsciously. Yeah, subconsciously took it. Yeah. She's kind of confused about it. Stuff happens with the watch. Um, they find it and they drop it and it starts to kind of skedaddle away. Yeah. Um. The other guy, the one of the store clerk, goes to pick it up. 
they're like, okay, well, he's just like the... very apologetic. Yeah, and shit. he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, I felt like that part was a little bit rushed. Like, yo, definitely. I felt like there was there could have been a little bit more with the Daimach situation. But then, like, he's got not. it in a shoelace. And they're like, look, you have your watch. Can we go now? And they're like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. They run. And then that whole cute little moment with Dragoon and Usagi where it's like, we should do this for us. Yes, that was very funny. Question. Are you a are, are you in, I, are you into this shit? I don't no? care. I'm gonna say that don't I don't care. really yeah. like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go and like be like, oh, I think that's the stupidest thing ever, and I'm not gonna yeah. be like, oh my god, I love the two of them. I I think it's a cute relationship, but like, uh-huh. I don't know. Unless unless like Araki heavily pushes onto it, I, I'm 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 gonna add a little I'm, bit more. I'm whatever and... to it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, they talk about the watch. It runs away. They're like, okay, it's fine. We know it'll return to us. That's all that matters. So, the chapter the ends with Paco talking to Jodio, and then there's another Paco behind him. And uh-huh. one of the Pacos disintegrates a little bit and reveals a guy underneath, and that's the end of the chapter. This was yeah. one of the, oh. personally, this was one of the hardest waits for a chapter for me. Hardest waits? Yeah, like, the month could not go by any quicker. Because yeah. I think, because like, that, that chapter came out of what, November? Uh-huh. So, yeah. I, to read this chapter, I was at uh, a theater convention. And mm-hmm. I cannot pull up manga decks on my phone. Something with my cellular mm-hmm. plan, like, restricts pirate sites like that on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I had to ask my classmate sitting next to me, hey, can I borrow your phone to read the new JoJo chapter? And at, a, at, at like, a lunch table uh, at this place. And they're like, uh-huh. fine. So I read this, like, just sitting in the middle of a conversation going on between, like, 20 kids at a table together. Uh-huh. And we're all having, like, a dinner. Like, we're, we're the troop itself. We're having a dinner. We're also, or lunch. We're all yeah. supposed to be kind of interacting. And I'm sit- I'm face down on my phone reading this new JoJo chapter. And it gets to the ending. I was like, God, why does it have to be such a cliffhanger? Yeah. So, anyways, that month couldn't I... have gone by any faster. Uh-huh. Did you have something you were going to say? Definitely. I feel bad because I feel like right. I keep trying to cut you off, but it's also like I don't want this no. to be too long because I don't want people I to know, be like, what I the know. fuck? This is two hours of Jojo Lands. I don't want to listen to all two hours. Well, you're, you're, you just got to be built. I know. And I feel bad because you're so passionate about it, too. And I'm having you know, a lot of fun. You could have like a, a edited version and an I'm I, Well, there's a few <laughs> things I have to edit out, but it'll it'll all be good. All right. Chapter 10. It's Sandman. Nice guy. He's... dude so this is like a very paco chapter and yes. like if you are a huge fan of paco like you were just cheering amen he um, finally got whatnot. his time I... to do whatever he does yeah i wish okay so um i don't know if you saw but like i actually discussed this a little bit with victor for context victor is a friend of Charles. yes friend he of mine is, uh, um MMA trained. mma trained yeah so they they kind of like to talk about paco yeah. because he's like martial arts or whatever kind of yeah, and so Victor pointed out, maybe this is an artistic choice, but Paco's stance is actually really off because he's sitting back too much. Like, it's very difficult to kind of, like, maneuver yourself in that such a way and that you could easily be, be knocked down. And so, like, it kind of, like, it may, like, if it's not an artistic, like, reason of why he's being drawn back, because, like, Paco naturally hunches. Um, and all the I, I'm sorry I'm reading I'm reading in I'm reading uh, our chapter spoilers to try and like 
look at what's going on or try and see if the fight of uh-huh. the conversation. You called me four nine at one point. Yeah, you're four foot nine. I'm not. <laughs> well, you didn't deny it, so because I never saw it. It was at two in the morning. I'm five nine. Exactly, you're four nine. Okay, cl- whatever. Anyways, off topic. Yes, yeah. stance off. Um. His stance is kind of off, so it, like if it's not an artistic choice as to it, it could really imply that Paco is more self-taught. Than yeah, that or Araki just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, but it's really interesting to see, like, because usually you would see people like standing like right-handed stance, but he was standing left-handed. Interesting. So I'm like, wait, is Paco left-handed? That'd be cool. Or is or is he's he probably, able to? He's like, probably ambidextrous, both. if anything. Yeah, and I, it, it could be it could be the fact he alters his stand to better suit the fact that he has the hustle. And that all is le- yeah. all his skin is muscles. Yeah, I guess from my experience, usually you kind of stick to just one stance. Yeah, but then if you're MMA, you end up you can. There's a possibility you can learn how to switch. Yeah, stances. of course. But like, usually you would go with the stance that you're strongest. Yeah, with. and he, he might just have his own thing to benefit him. Yeah. So chapter ten, uh-huh. this guy's made out of sand. Um, and I we really don't know if it's a stand yet or not. They mm-hmm. still haven't even said it. He's a sand guy. What? They still don't even have a name for it yet. Which is my theory that he's a rock human, but Uh we'll get to that later. He's a sand man who uses a knife. Um, He kind of fights with Paco for a little bit. Paco, like, uses a trade hibble with his arm as a shield, which I thought was kind of funny. And then from there, we learn that this guy can, like, kind of fuck with perspective a little bit and blend into stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he blends in with the sky, his arm, he blends his arm in with the sky behind him. Um, later on, he like physically changes himself to, a, to the watch because, okay. So Dragona and, all right, Dragona and Usagi walk back out. They are drunk. They're tips. Oh, yeah. They've been drinking that. a little bit and they see the guy yeah. who bought the watch and they're just kind of uh-huh. watching. They're like, it's whatever. It'll return to us. So they re they join back up with Jodio and Paco. Um, yeah, they see that the watch is in this person's hand. hand, and I think this is giving us a glimpse into like the sort of bad aspects of Dragona, because like this whole time, like we can, it's pretty easy to be like, oh yeah, Dragona is like the quote unquote good one. Yeah, but she's she's eagle eyeing this watch. She needs this to come to back. Yeah. To her. He, yeah, oh wait, and, like, wait, wait! Did I, did I? Sorry, did I skip over Jodio getting his neck slit? Because that's when it happens with the arm of the sky. Yeah, so Jodio, yeah. Jodio gets his oh. neck slit, and he just, he just walks yeah. it off. Like honestly, like, like Paco's yeah. like, "Are you all right, dude?" And he's like, Grr. "He's like, yeah, I'm so, fine." It's like a, it's like a very small detail that, like, actually, even me, I missed this out until somebody pointed out. But basically, just as the knife like kind of went to slice Jodio's neck, back? Paco, no, Paco punches Jodio in the back. Oh! And so, because it's kind of like how uh, Paco was, like, sending the vibrations to Knife Guy and it ends up causing him to, like, yeah. jerk. So Paco did the same thing to Jodio, so that way the cut doesn't go too deep, deep okay. and all you need is a band. That makes it. sense. And so other abilities, like, pa- uh, like Paco basically showing how versatile the hustle actually yeah. is. And I remember in Chapter 1, like, when the hustle came out. People were ch- talking about, man, this stand sucks ass. Like, this is probably the most. Oh yeah, but stand. yeah, it's got a, it's got a lot stand. more used to it. Yeah. So yeah, they fight a little bit. Um, they 
Dragona and Usagi rejoin them. They're kind of stalking the guy with the watch. Um, mm-hmm. They ask, like, oh, who is this guy? Is he part of the mafia? And Paco specifically says, just like, Paco, this guy sucks ass. Paco's like, his knife skills are complete ass. This guy has no affiliation with the mafia. He is his own entity. Um, yeah. They just kind of track the guy with the watch. The bird supposedly brings back the watch, but then they realize that the watch is still on the girl's wrist, and it was actually Sand Guy all along. He ambushes them, that- stabs Dragona in the neck. She kind of falls over. Um, uh, and then that panel was fucking beautiful. I will say, like I remember, Araki said that he was seeing like some cubism, like stuff at a museum, and that inspired him for like this whole entire scene and whatnot. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to yeah. figure out where I marked chapter. Are we no? Are... We're in chapter ten. We're in chapter We're, ten, like towards the end. Yeah, because doesn't yeah. doesn't Dragona get stabbed, and then it's that's the yeah. end. Yeah. Dragona gets the the nice sliced, and um, Jodia tries to stop uh, CM with November Rain, Rain but only caught CM's leg. leg. And then he kind of that kind of reminds me of Risotto Nero, honestly. Yeah. And then he slips, yeah. he slips away, and I think that's the end of the chapter, right? Yeah, that was the end of this chapter. So that was also a pretty long wait. That too. was that was, and then well, same yeah. yeah, same for this next one as well, but from between eleven and twelve, yeah. or ele- sorry, ten and eleven. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. eleven starts out with Dragona. Dragona heals with, um, oh yeah, there's my mark for chapter 11. Okay. Dragona heals herself with smooth operators using kind of the stretcher skin and taking a wine bottle label and fusing it to her skin to kind of patch up the wound. I say mm-hmm. heal, but n- yeah. not completely heal, but uh-huh. she has grafted the wound so she does not bleed out. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, after she heals herself, Usagi confesses to Dragona that he is in love with her. Um, and then Dragona's like, "You're like my sibling. We don't do that." Which once again, yeah, you're, you're, we're just bros, man. Once again, falls Which... back to the kind of family dynamics that I think has been a reoccurring theme throughout this chapter or throughout this part. A lot of people in the fandom, when they saw it, they were like, "Man, I hope Usagi doesn't become like honestly where like he becomes extremely possessive." Okay, Dragona. Here's the thing: I I I know the community <laughs> hates Anasui. Watching part six. Honestly, uh-huh. I feel like the hate was a little unjust. Yeah. And it, it was, yeah, that personally. Um. Anyways, the guy took the watch and the diamond and the, oh no, sorry, he took the lava rock. Mm-hmm. And didn't he take the watch as well or no? He took, yeah, he took the, he only took the lava rock. He took the lava rock. Okay. He, he takes the lava oh, rock was... and he runs away uh-huh. and they're like, okay, what the hell's going on? Um, they head yeah. down to the beach to track, to kind of track him because they realize the watch. Is, okay, okay, because the guy drops the watch. They realize the watch is headed towards the beach. They're like, "Oh, he's got the lava rock." No, but even before that, the the leg that got injured left blood trail. Oh yeah, like, that yeah, yeah. Was when Usagi, good point. W- like, why did you use metal, metal detector? detector. And, and he's like, there. He's very insistent yeah. about it, and that's that's what I brought up yeah. earlier. Is the fact he's like metal detector, and- metal detector, metal detector. Yeah, in, and Paco just grabbing people's necks. Yes, like, I thought that was funny too. Um, back to the Usagi thing real quick, and I mean it's funny I looking know. at it from the dynamic of just him and Dragona. You could just be like, okay, well he just wants Dragona mm-hmm. to be like, hey Dragona, can you please use my stand? It makes me happy and it makes me appreciate you. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's some ulterior motive. Um, yeah. So they are kind of chasing the guy. He blends in with the car door, and. 
he slips away a little bit further down to the like the dock. Yeah. And they're down at the dock, and he blends in with the water and then ambushes Paco. Can you talk about um, the interaction between Usagi and Jacono when they're at the water? Because like, I don't remember Usagi it. was just I don't like, have it noted. What so, was it? You're, you're the you're summary, you're Usagi's number one bias. I'm in part. No, I'm doing. number two. I'm number two. two. Whatever. I, yeah, but like basically, um, Jodio's or Dragona's quote kind of calls back to Jodio talking because Jodio basically was like, "We shouldn't do things without regrets." Dragona based Dragona in response to Usagi being like, "Guys, maybe we should pull back. Like, this is really scary." Dragona was just like, "Listen." Like, the last thing we want to do is regret not doing what we need to do. Yeah. Like, we need to commit to this and whatnot. Um, and so I, it's very interesting how those two are on the same page regarding that. Yeah, definitely. And, like, all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, even Dragona, like, because Jodia said, oh, we are a bunch of, like, losers. We're trash lowlifers. Dragona even uh-huh. mentions that with them, too, as that. But, yeah, like, the whole underwater type of thing. Like, it's very interesting to see how inquisitive Usagi really is because Jodio, like, the rain, just yeah. turns on his rain. And, and they're like, well, Usagi's what's it going like, to do? The I rain doesn't. The rain only is only able to get onto surface the surface of the water, of the water. but he ends up using yeah. it to his advantage. It basically just turns into an out-breath contest. Um, yeah, and, and Usagi is helping him by pushing raft that raft down. In, yeah, and, and then he pops the yeah. raft. The rain kind of carries the oxygen down, and Jody just kind of takes a whiff in. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm sorry, just the way you're like, he takes a whiff. Oxygen. Um. Sorry, I'm gonna keep speeding through this. Uh. And then he gets the air, and then Paco on Paco the Paco's like, let's have him. Yeah, join Paco him. on the surface. Like, he's like, this guy. Have him yeah. join us. Yeah. Also, like, what what it, were your thoughts really on that? Kind of... What were your thoughts on that initially? So I find it interesting how like we are so used to the main four that like it didn't cross my mind or it made me forget that wait more people can join. join. I know. Yeah, and also like it just kind of shows how Paco really is the de facto leader. Like he, it, it kind of the whole thing kind of reminds me of how like the Giorno and Bruno fight where Giorno stops uh, and doesn't kill Bruno because he's like I think you're a good person. Yeah, I think he can help. Me. Definitely and whatnot. And we have that further with realizing that the cats never died, but they were just a sack of potatoes. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. I, I, I do, like, wonder, like, what happened between the guy joining them in Chapter Yes, yes, yes. Because that, that's where the like, chapter ends. Um, it yeah. literally ends with them fighting in the water. And then Chapter 12... All right, well, we're going to get to it. Um, yeah. Chapter 12 starts off with his backstory. Um, Knife Guy's backstory. Yeah. It's, I mean, half of his Ooh, backstory. I have some background on it. I have some Please, background on this. Go ahead. All right. Let me. Please, yes, to... just be, be okay. my guest. I'll, I'll take all the information. All right. Yeah. So, um, the name of Knife Guy's brother, oh, wait, wait, Mocha. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to ask a question real quick. I don't know if you yes. looked into this. It sounds like to me you've looked into everything. Um, in the beginning of, in the beginning of, whatchamacallit, like the start. There's a map mm-hmm. of Hawaii or the island they're on. Yes. I, it's yes. Hawaii. They're on Hawaii, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're on Hawaii. And island. he's taught Araki himself is talking about the mountains. Yes. Um, and it mentions the fact that one of the mountains is like the tallest mountain in the world. Uh huh. Is that? Well, not the tallest mountain, but like it's the tallest 
volcano. Okay, so okay, so the fact that it was yeah. the tallest active volcano. Mm-hmm. I read it or that or they I read it wrong and they must have translated it differently. But okay, I thought it was the tallest mountain. I was like, isn't that wrong? I don't know. Mauna Kea, right? That's the I, I don't I don't know. It's not a huge deal. Well, it's an inactive, inactive. volcano. Well, no, they consider it, it active. No, they still the consider it. High... They still consider it. Oh active. no, okay. It's the second highest peak in on the island. On the island. The... Yeah. I, I thought it's it said something about it in the world, but it, it's it's whatever. Um. Anyways, charming my backstory. What were you gonna say about his brother's name? So, um, Mocha. So that term actually has some significance in Hawaii because in Hawaii there's something called the Hawaii Belt Road. And this road is like basically just circles around Hawaii. And there's, and at one point it actually splinters into two. And so if you were to ask somebody which road you're going on, you either are going on the seaside road, which is called Makai, or you're going by the mountain road, which is Mocha. Mocha. Okay. Yeah. And so that, and so you, a lot of people, they would like use that as a way to like, um, ask for directions and what's significant about this road is that there's actually a story behind it in which um king kamehameha the first he was trying to conquer all of hawaii uh-huh. oh my god yeah he was trying to conquer all of hawaii and while he was walking his foot actually got stuck like he got trapped in some place in like okay the road and as a, and as he was trying to get out he ended up being attacked and that caused a, like a really close like steerman of his to be killed. And as a decree, he created this law that said that those who are on the island um, must be protected, and no crime against the person or the properties must be done on the roads. Oh, uh, okay. And what's interesting is that um, there's like basically this—it's a bunch of highways that are connected to three known highways. 19, I forgot the other one, and 190. And one of the highways that connects to that is 180, which is oftentimes mislabeled as Hula High Road. 180 is the road that the investigator said, hey, didn't you like get arrested there last year? Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, this just the whole idea of like this road, this whole thing kind of started because somebody got stuck in like yeah. the road. And whatnot, and now and we now, see the mocha kind of like sucked in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so what happens is his they're biking with his brother. I'm just gonna give the whole backstory at once because I don't want to break uh-huh. when we talk about it again, and it's fresh on my brain. Yeah, they're biking in the mountains. They're part of some. I think it's a triathlon. Like he's asking if he he's planning on doing a triathlon. No, because I time. I think he talks about that. Come on, if we get through this, we just have a little bit more. There's swimming left. I think I think they're doing a triathlon. No, it, Mocha basically was just like, hey, bro, why are you, like, kind of, like, getting hyped up on this? Are you trying to change for a triathlon? Oh, okay. and To which, to which, can I say his name? Can I, or should I, I already said Charming Man. I, I slipped it and I said it Oh, already. yeah, you Go already ahead. said, okay. Like, Charming Man basically was just like, um, what do you think? It's like, hey, once we get to the ocean, we're going to swim for two miles. Okay, okay. So I, oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So they're biking and he, they go around something like something happens he looks back and his brother's just gone like the bike's there but his brother's just gone and then it sparks an investigation they look for his brother they can't find him um well he sees his brother right in the lava tube yeah barely i don't know if you saw but like it looked like it was a hand that pulled the brother in. yeah and then you see part of the brother and he calls investigation the police are like look we can't find him uh it shows that the cop who's dealing with them is clearly mm -hmm. corrupt 
He's like, look, Mm -hmm. I know you have some bad history. If you pursue this anymore, we're starting with you and we're going to get you arrested. Um, I, I do. Did you notice how like, um, charming man mentioned that water was flowing? Yes. And and they're like, like, what water never flows. There's no rivers. Water never flows out of here. Yeah. So it makes you wonder where's that water coming from? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other thing? Like this, okay, this is just a random tidbit. So apparently like, uh, where, where is that note on here? Oh, I'm, I'm going to keep going while you're trying to find this. Um, okay. Oh, I found it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So apparently like, um, if you are from a place that's like known to be very warm and humid and have a ton of like sun exposures, like the chance of you having really bad eczema is really high. And wow. I wonder why I have, chart- I wonder why I have eczema. A, 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 yeah, a I wonder which character has like really dry skin. I I still think he's yeah. a rock human. I never said this, but I said earlier mm. it's a rock human. They never say outright he has a stand. They're like, we think this is a stand, but I I'm sticking with my gut that he's a rock human. Mm. And I I've been on this rant. I don't like rock humans. I I think they were stupid. I think they were lame. I remember you out. were ranting about this. But I was like, please don't tell me he's a rock human. But I don't know. That's my guess. But I can see what you mean. Um, mm-hmm. so the rest of the backstory is basically, uh, just to explain this later in the chapter, but he's like, oh, uh-huh. that Rohan guy. Yeah. So when I was kind of investigating for my brother on my own, I saw this Rohan feller on private property, which I assume Rohan bought the property. That's my guess. No, I think he snuck you in. You like, in? the sign that says no trespassing is still up okay. there. And like, Ro- and like Jodio mentioned that like, there was no way he would have taken the photos. That makes sense. So yeah, he yeah. he trespassed. He took some photos. Uh, he tried to find. I mean, he found the lava rock. He was sprinkling money around the ground to like mm-hmm. locate where this lava rock was, and it was in one of the lava tubes. Yeah. Um. So that's that's Charming Man's backstory. So it mm-hmm. just cuts to them and after the backstory or half the backstory. It just cuts to them at the airport. Like there's mm-hmm. no rest of the fight. They're just all chilling at the airport. Him and yeah. Jodio are talking about their music taste. Which I thought was really yeah. funny. He's like, oh, I like SZA. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I like her. He really likes pop, soul, and R&B. I know. Like, I did not it's expect cool. that from him. But, like, yeah. Um, and then, is it is it Dragona or Usagi who's like, why the hell are you talking to him? This guy was just trying to kill us a little bit ago. Or is uh, it is it no, Paco? No, that was... No, I think it was Paco. But Paco was more like, Jodia, why are you guys talking about music? Shouldn't you ask things like, I don't know what his name oh, is? Oh, good point. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm Charming Man. I'm 21. So we have another age kind of gap. Yeah, between like, Paco yeah. or between Paco and Charming Man. So he. I was so. What did you expect Charming Man to be the oldest? I or... expected him to be like around. I expected him to be like around uh, Paco's age or twenty. I was yeah. I was expecting him to be like eighteen mm. or nineteen. Yeah. 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 But interesting that we kind of have like an like someone who's like an adult adult. Yeah, definitely. Join the groups. Yeah. But he. And, uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, oh man, like, did oh, you? Expect can you can that you reset be... that? My Wi-Fi was really bad. I'm sorry. Oh, what were your thoughts on the name itself? Because it's such a in the fan. Yeah, I, it's... it's such a long name, and I, every time I wrote it, I just wrote I CM. Yeah, well, like, every time. Um... Or every time it's, like, when it was brought up in, like, when I was looking through all the forums and whatnot, a lot of people actually had guesses on, like, other names and whatnot, which 
like we, we were just laughing about how off we completely were i had like a completely different name in mind for charming man it did start with a c though but what was it um uh, i thought his name was gonna be calico mm. oh because like yeah the, the... cats i don't know yeah cats but also like i i was going through the assumption that like the people that we're going to be like interacting with in jojo lands are going to be named after things of fortune like dragona usagi calico calico cats particularly like you know the japanese like yeah is that a calico cat? cat those are actually yeah it's a calico cat that makes sense i can see that yeah and also alternatively calico cats are often used as with by sailors like mm. they would have a calico cat on board because it would bring them good luck okay surprisingly you're not allowed to bring a bunny because it's considered bad luck you've that, your research on this is insane um all right anyways they get the watch back um they're trying to so dragona and usagi are, uh, dragona's trying to buy a souvenir for her mom usagi's like oh let's get her something dragona's like no she's got a nut allergy yeah which i thought was a really random tidbit unless it comes back later but maybe i don't yeah. know chekhov's gone but it's kind of interesting how like uh you know, Usagi, despite being rejected, he's still trying to like definitely get lay the close moves on. Yeah. Um, and then we get we see the watch. Again. Yeah, we see the watch. The so watch this salesman back. guy, he's like, "Hey, yeah. you heard you guys need a souvenir." Um, he's like, "I got these watches." I think he says they're knockoffs, right? Yeah, he claims that they're knockoffs. Knockoffs, but they function just like the real thing. And they're like, "Oh, there's the but, watch," and they're like, "You just picked this up off the ground, didn't you?" And he's like, "Yes." So he's like, "Fine, you guys can just have it." It kind of does like show that like yes anything of value will come back to you but it's not going to come back properly yeah like because that watch is broken like mm -hmm. it was in a fish and it smells yeah yeah what are what are you eating i'm chewing on my finger i'm sorry oh okay um, i was just wondering because like i was just like all right what time is it i'm cutting this out 155 thank you okay <laughs> um uh, they talk about Rohan again. I mean, like when he's going on his thing, the lava tubes, mm -hmm. and then they're going on their flight or something. And Charming Man's like, "Look, yeah. you you can. I mean, like the lava rock works. It'll bring wealth back to you, but you can't get rich on this. I, I'm. He's not like you can't like it's physically impossible. I mean, he's like, you guys aren't mm -hmm. gonna be able to do what you want to do. You guys are all gonna. Right. You guys are all gonna drop out." Yeah, and like part of me wonders like what this dropout means. Does it mean that the the actual betrayal, or like they're gonna have a similar fate as Mocha? Yeah, like I was thinking, a lot of people were thinking like, what if the lava tubes are like another version of the walleyes? Could be. I don't. I don't yeah. want to get started on walleyes. It, I, I, also, am, yeah. I am. I don't like part eight. I'm gonna say this. I think it's too confusing. You ask me what a walleye does. I'm. I, I don't know. Me either. <laughs> um, I I still don't understand what the fuck the Rokaka does. Sorry, the Lokaka. Um. Lokaka. It's spelled with an L. Lokaka? Yeah. Uh, but I like seeing it with the I do R, too. though. That's the thing. Um, yeah. I've been brainwashed by Roblox JoJo games. Oh, my God. Uh, so, he kind of leaves with that. Meryl. Ominous message. They head back to Meryl. Um, she's like, all right. I, you guys, I told you guys not to steal anything else. It's fine. But that's okay. I'll give you guys your cut. I haven't sold the diamond yet. I need to, but I'm going to give you guys your cut. Usagi goes on the thing of like, oh, I'm 17. I've earned my first do dollar. I'm so happy. Um, mm -hmm. And then she's like, look, I know police in the area. 
there was never a report or a call or something, and it took you guys and six you took, hours. Yeah. What went on? Tell me, please. And Dragona just that was Dragona's like, yeah. um, well, um, it's a long story, and then Meryl's like, tell it, and she's like, okay, first of all, look over there, and she just like points to the wall or something. What? Or she points to the desk, and it shows that the diamond is back on the desk. Uh, rather than in the safe that Meryl had just locked it in. Oh, okay. I didn't understand what mm-hmm. happened, but that makes sense. Because she still has the lava rock on her. Yeah. And, like, Meryl is just like, wait, hold on a second. I have an idea with this. Like, And then, um, she's and like, then they're, yeah, she's like, hold on. Uh, well, yeah. okay. Well, first of all, first of all, they're like, all right. And also, we kind of met a guy. Um, He's chill. Uh, his name's... He tried to kill his us. His name's but... Charming Man. <laughs> Maybe you could be any use. And she's like, shut up, Dragona. I have an idea. And then it cuts yeah. to charming Let man. It cuts to charming man outside the boutique, just kind of sitting back with a pole, or back against the pole on his phone. No, he was sitting on a fire. Oh, hydrant. he was. Okay. He was, which I find really weird. It's like of all the things you could sit oh, on. Fi- I've sat, sat on a fire, fire hydrant. hydrant before. But yeah, that's what happened. I don't want to say the obvious, but that's... yeah. But anyway, um... all right, one hour fifty-eight. I need to cut that out too. Um, he sits mm-hmm. on a fire hydrant. Outside the thing, I said pole, but it's actually yeah. a fire hydrant, and um, that's the end. So that's where we yeah. are with JoJo Land right now. Uh huh. How do you feel? Um, like but it's been a wild. It journey. has been a wild For- year. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know whether I should say like because like part of why it was wild was because of the fact that I joined your fandom. No, that's fair. It has the um. And like no, like as a result, that forced me to sort of like really dig into, into it. That's fair. Stuff a lot more. Um, I maybe too much in comparison. I quite enjoy it. Um, you quite enjoy it. I I I really liked it. I liked it since the beginning. Yeah. I and it, it's, yeah, it could also just be the like I've never actually been in this type of scenario, and it, it was the same thing that happened with part six. I was excited for part six because it's like mm-hmm. I've never been. In a thing, um, like I've never been a part of a manga as it drops. Like it, it happened with Stone Ocean yeah. because Stone Ocean like dropped during my life, like like aired during my lifetime when I knew about it, and I could kind of watch and go along with it, like oh oh that's cool you know. But it's it's been a real experience for Jojo Lance being there day one and catching up every month. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like for a lot of people who like are reading Jojo Land's like to really experience what was experienced in 1990 1989 in uh, I don't know what what all the I don't remember all the dates of like each part that dropped and whatnot but and, no like, yeah I, I understand it's yeah it's fun and it's I like that Araki's putting this new gen twist on it um mm-hmm. Can I say something about like in terms of the characters' appearances yeah. and like their stamina? Go ahead. Okay. Um, so first I was going to ask if you had any closing remarks. We can do this and then yeah. closing remarks. Appearance, like I could tell that like Araki is really like trying to like be in tune with everything that's going on. Because like first off, the songs that like were referenced, these are songs that have gone in the resurgence back in modern times. So for example, Iko Iko. Somebody did a cover of Iko Iko that became popular on TikTok. Um, during COVID, oh. the hustle is an obvious like pop. It's like a meme song. Yeah, and then smooth operators smooth op- just yeah. popped off. 
Formula One. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Formula Wait, One. Was that, was that the reason and, why it popped uh, off? I, I'm curious if that guy knew of it because of JoJo. Like, I, I doubt it. Yeah. Basically, this uh, drive, uh, this racer, his name is Sainz. He sung like, it. He, whenever he's talking, he would he would sing it. And then they and added then got... time to him and it became a meme. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. oh my god. And, and don't, it's like, Iraqi has influence. I, I, I remember that first, like, month after the first chapter like maybe a week afterwards all i saw on tiktok mm-hmm. were driving simulator footages of cars crashing with dulipa playing over it oh yeah and, it was like one kiss all it, all it, and then and then it, yeah. it was it was the car crashing and it's it's cool to see a whole kind of generation and i, I see it a little bit less with the yeah. new chapters because it's not as new and it's not as flashy but i still see yeah. jojo land things here and there um but uh-huh. it's it's a lot of fun uh- to be a part of this mm-hmm. and i think yeah and i'll let you continue with what you're saying about characters and appearances but yeah so i i, I don't know whether this is going to be something that's going to get me hate but like i would i honestly when i first saw jody's appearance i was very underwhelmed that's fair but it, it was also a really awkward drop of his appearance i'm not going to deny that it, yeah. it was never really yeah. anything iraqi didn't make it anything special he's like it, it was literally just like imagine just someone just going out on twitter he's like all right here's what it looks like uh, here's the protagonist of part nine. Like there was, yeah. but also it wasn't like a hype like, thing. Uh, it wasn't a build up. It was just here. You guys go. Yeah, but like a big part of it is because when I see Jody, I'm like, you look just like all of the teenage boys that I've like. No, definitely. But I, I went think, to high school with. I think because, that adds like, whole... to his character is the fact that it, his, yeah. his most of his face is hidden by his hair. Um, yeah, he's got this weird like side ponytail thing going on, which I I like yeah. it. I think it's cool with his little yeah. star. But uh-huh. I, he's just, yeah, I mean, he's literally like this kind of, he's just a guy. And I think that plays very well into his character. <laughs> and specifically, yeah, with, I, the, I, specifically I with the antisocial thing is that he doesn't realize there's much that's special to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, because like when I look at Jody, I remember like mid to late 2010s fashion for guys, especially like if you're from a very predominantly asian community a lot of guys are trying to look like k-pop stars with the whole bowl cut things and like the that's 90s fair. fashion and whatnot and so that's why i was just like you look just like a cousin of mine but it doesn't like i don't but then again as as both of us who've like are so familiar with jojo like if we see anything that's like bizarre fashion <laughs> like we're just kind of like <laughs> oh okay JoJo versus um i know like that whole meme about like the enemy stand yeah, user the, who, the enemy stand could like, be anyone the enemy stand user yeah. Yeah. Um. Any other remarks about the fashion of the JoJo characters and just how they look? Well, what was the what was um, the update, the design update with Charming Man? You guys were talking about. His design shifted from chapter or from his first appearance to kind of. Yeah. Like basically, like the little like scallop thing that he has that wasn't there until chapter twelve, oh, and then like okay. he had but he initially had bows I think on his knees, but then it cut, got replaced by knee pads. Oh, okay. And then like yeah, and then he. Yeah, he, I mean, he just looks more charming now. He, he's a charming man. I like, I like his, man. I, is that supposed to be his eyeliner? I mean, he does have eyeliner on. He's got like this kind of vibrant eyeliner. Yeah. It's cool. Vibrant eyeliner. I actually, so somebody on my he's blog like actually asked me about, orange, you know? Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of, it does remind me of like, I forgot which one, but like it was a picture of David Bowie who had like a similar eye. I, oh no, it, it could, it could very much be a David Bowie inspiration. And I'm not going to deny, we, yeah. we, I mean, um, it's scary monsters, super creeps. 
there's yeah. David Bowie. Definitely. There's David Bowie inspiration. Rocky definitely knows David Bowie exists, and I could mm-hmm. see it being David Bowie. Look. Ooh, I have a question for Go you. Ahead. So, knowing what we know so far, yes. what do you think is going to happen in chapter thirteen? Thirteen, or, or what do you? Yeah, I think. I think it'd be cool to have almost like this kind of in, like because Meryl May knows the four, right? Meryl May has not met Charming Man at all. I'd mm-hmm. like to see an interrogation slash training. Interrogation for, slash for a few training. arcs. Like she's like, all right, look. I first I gotta get to know you, and I want to know your mm-hmm. strengths and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. I think what would be interesting to go from there is the fact of does and it it could lead to a lot of places. First of all, we could just get backstory, right? On Charming and a little mm-hmm. more about himself, not just his involvement with the lava tubes, but mm-hmm. like more about him. Um and I think it it would be it would be interesting because he's worked with four people who have stands, right? Mhm. And It'd be interesting to see from interactions with Meryl May if when introducing himself to be put up to the test, if he like maybe accidentally mentioned stands, just kind of assuming mm-hmm. Meryl May knows. And mm-hmm. then from there, you kind of get into that whole like, oh, does Meryl May know and that type of stuff. Yeah. And then that and it and it, it could lead into like, a, OK, here's your guys' next mission. You are not prepared. We need to do a little bit of training. And I think it I think it'd be cool to have them do a little more stuff in their hometown just to kind of get ready for the next big outing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not not only not only yeah. to um like just introduce Charming Man in a little bit more to him, but I think if family dynamics is really the thing Araki's gonna push for this chapter, I think to first mm-hmm. of all have some integration with Usagi because Usagi's talked to them once, went on a mission with them, and that's it. So to give them this opportunity to kind of chill in their hometown for a charming man to introduce himself for them to kind of show him around and have him get integrated, but then to be kind of get a little more group bonding between the five to kind of drive Mm -hmm. in this family dynamic and just see how they really play together. Because I mean, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe there's an episode where, or not an episode, but a chapter where Usagi does something with his family. And it or his mother and kind of gives backstory to that or or more stuff with Barbara Ann, if that makes sense. I I think a little bit of time back in their town before the next mission to kind of get the waters acclimated and all that stuff is the best and would be Mm -hmm. my favorite thing. I'm a big slice of life person. So, yeah, 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 I I think it would be cool. Yeah. I feel How about like, you? What do you what do you think? I what do you would, want to happen? I definitely would love to see like a sort of slice of life type of thing. Like but also I feel like maybe my gut's feeling like another stand battle is going to happen. That'd be fair. Like, I, I, yeah. Right I think another stand battle could possibly point. happen. Yeah. Particularly like some, like charming man's going to encounter somebody outside of the store and, and just kind of get like gang... confront. Yeah. Confrontational about it. Yeah. Confrontational about it. And like either, and it could go one of two ways. Like either the gang here, like wonder what the heck the record is and they join in on the fight or like, Charming Man defeats them, and he's just like, man, and then they walk out, and they're just like, hey, what did we miss? Yeah, I think that'd be and cool. I, I just want yeah. I just want reason for them to kind of talk about a stand in him a little bit more, you know, in either yeah. way. Yeah. And I think even even if it is a one-off gag, we're not even, not even he gets in a fight, 
or not even he gets in like a full-on sand fight but if there's just like a little bit of confrontation outside so we get to know a little more about how he reacts to situations and stuff i think it'd be cool because i, oh, I yeah, think definitely and it would be like proving that like yeah, yeah i i am a loyal member of the a lot of yeah a lot of the jojo lantis character interactions and character studies so i think it'd be quite interesting um yeah closing remarks um, I, I'm, I don't want to cut you off, but we're almost at two hours. Yeah. So, or we are at two hours. Oh, yeah, hours. we are. So, oh, God. closing remarks. Okay. Uh, closing remarks. Um, support our fandom. Yes, yeah, support our fandom. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, y'all. So, um, I yeah. hope this episode does well, because I like more guest yeah. stuff. I thought this was a lot of fun. What do you think? I, this is definitely a lot of fun. Like, if I, I think, I, I, I think we should make this a monthly thing where monthly we'll talk about the JoJo Land chapters. Um, oh yeah, definitely, and have your dad join. Yeah, too. Well, I can, I can get my father caught up to speed on JoJo Land. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, email us. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna call it. We're gonna make this a thing every month. We're gonna talk about the new JoJo Land chapter. So email us and market the fact that it's a JoJo Land email, and we'll, we'll read those. Mm-hmm. so yeah definitely generational anime pod at gmail.com closing remarks support yeah. our fandom i'm really liking the series so far and i hope i, I hope everyone so is I, I think jojo land has been a really good part and i think it has a lot of yeah. potential yeah well thank you all Araki's really cooking he is yeah thanks everyone bye thanks for having me no on no problem it was great yeah all right bye